Hello. So, How's it going? Yeah, very good. How are you, man? How's things? How's Tired. quarantine life for you? Tired. Same. It's quarantine life for me is exactly the same as life before quarantine. I, I think don't go it's out. Exactly I just work. I wake up. Yeah. I eat. I shower. I work until I can't stay awake anymore. And I go to sleep. So, so you get out week, very much. Never go out. Do you get outside, fresh air, and, nope. and get to go out for a walk or anything? Or nope. None you stay in the whole time. I'm old as fuck. I don't want to die. I don't want to die in no COVID. All you, all you adventurous cats that can't delay gratification and just have to start go smelling other people's germs and whatnot. You guys go have fun and go build that herd immunity. I'll be the guy that doesn't get the damn antibodies until the vaccine exists. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I feel exactly the same. I don't really want to go out there and expose myself. So you're not in denial that there is no COVID then you, you're very much accepting that the virus exists. I've, I've, uh, made a lot of my, a lot of people in crypto are conspiracy guys. Conspiracy yeah. guys do the opposite of whatever the government says. So when China was covering it up, they yelled very loud, there's a real problem. And then once the governments were like, there was a real problem, they switch sides and they go, there's no problem. They just do whatever the opposite of mm. the government does. So their plan now is mm. to, to do what China's original plan was. China's original plan was pretend nothing was happening, cover it up. Well, that's these guys' great plan now. Their plan is like, yeah, we're just going to pretend the shit's not happening. Yeah, a whole shitload of people die, but whatever. I'll be able to go outside and fucking, you know. I think there is, there is also an element of, you know, particularly among sort of the neoliberal libertarian types that uh, trying to solve a problem like coronavirus is very hard, um, just using something like free markets, for example. Mm -hmm. um, so quite often when they, they, they hit a, a subject or a topic like climate change, um, which requires, which is harder to fix than just, you know, having some sort of free market try and fix it for you. Um, they often just deny that that thing exists. Yeah, uh, that's the sort of pattern of behavior I've observed with some people. Well, they just they just also suggest shit that doesn't work, right? So yeah. you have you have a competitive uh, environment geopolitically, where had the United States not entered into World War II, we might all be speaking German now, and you know, you have other entities that are unfair to their populations and will enlist them and then we'll attack you. So if you have a libertarian uh, volunteer-only army versus a Chinese enlist-everyone army, without nukes, the Chinese are going to win because there's more of them, and they they don't have to deal with this volunteer bullshit. So like being unfair and forcing people to do your bidding and do your will is actually really effective. And so, you know, like, like keeping the entire population enslaved with debt is actually very good for GDP. Horrible personal cost for the people. Fabulous for GDP. You know, mm -hmm. in, in Europe, they have vacations, paid vacations, paid leave, paid medical care, paid education. They get higher yeah. health outcomes for all their citizenry and, and, and higher qualities of life. But America doesn't know that because no. they have to keep working to pay their bills and they have no savings. And it, it's, it's terrible for the individual, but the same with the gun deaths. Americans yeah. being armed to the teeth is great globally to make sure that there's never a dictator hegemon in power of the whole globe that comes from America because the population has the ability to fight back harder. However, that that great benefit to Canada, a great benefit to Mexico, a great benefit to the rest of the world costs an extra twenty or thirty thousand deaths a year due to, mm. you know, gun violence. So it's America has got a lot of personal self-sacrifice for systematic performance and people are just unaware, you know, they, like, they, they yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of, 
quite often it's like I mean I, I often get claimed uh, blamed for being a utopian but I always think that you know it's just think that what we have right now is we'll fix everything you know we just need a free market and I'll fix everything that to me it's sounds utopian and you need to you need to define <clears throat> good governance so you know and in the frame of corona good governance is forcing everyone to stay indoors but I mean actually for people that sucks but when it comes to trying to solve that problem, that is actually the best way to solve that problem. Um, kind of. But, I mean, it's so uh, you're 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 buying time. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I yeah. agree. You're not actually solving the problem at all. You're stopping right. you from dying, um, and then changing the way the world works. Yeah. So, like, most small government people think the solution to bad government is no government. They don't realize yeah. there's this other option called good government. And a lot of countries have it, which is why they get better outcomes. It's not a, it's not a question whether there's other countries that have superior outcomes from their citizens. There are tons and tons and tons of them. But people in America just don't realize that. They've never tried it other places. Mm. And I've lived all over the world. I lived in a hotel for five years, traveling the whole world. And I can tell you there's a lot of places better in, than America where the American dream is alive and well, where you don't have to wear a bulletproof vest. You mm. don't have to carry a piece. You don't have the cops trying to beat the fuck out of you and search your car illegally. You don't have any of that bullshit. You know, in the United States, the cops ain't your friends mm -hmm. and the robbers ain't your friends. And neither one of them wants to do you a solid. You know, in the rest of the world, cops ain't that bad. They're not trying to fucking murder you on sight. Like they're not, they don't have their hand on their piece. Oh, no, for your ass, like. Yeah. The, the nicest, the <clears> nicest <throat> police I ever, had, I ever bumped into in the Netherlands. I was driving through the Netherlands, driving to Germany. And um, they pulled me over. It was about two in the morning. And I looked so dodgy because I was in this dodgy van. I'm dry. I just looked like a drug smuggler or something. And they pulled me over. And they were just like the nicest police people you've ever The nicest yeah. experience of, of police per people you've ever had. Better than what we have in the UK. I mean, the UK uh, police can be a bit rough sometimes. Uh, but they were just so gentle and kind. And yeah. I didn't have my, my um, driving license with me, which there is like a, you know, a finable offense. But they were like, right. oh, it's okay. You're British, blah, blah, blah. And there was... There, it, 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 it was an interaction you just wouldn't have yeah. in somewhere like the US or even well, in the UK. And, here, and here's the way that evolves is the reason in the United States that the guy's got his hand on his gun when he pulls mm -hmm. you over is because a couple of his buddies got shot at because oh, the God, people yeah. that they're policing are more violent. So it's the, the, the police force becomes more violent in response to a shittier population. And then it's this cycle of negative feedback loop, right? Like yeah. it's, it's, it sucks. Just, there's, and there's no way to opt out of it. If you're a rich guy you're not, and you get I mean, pulled over, you're going to have a bad time. You're a poor yeah. guy and you get pulled over, you're going to have a bad time. You're going to have a yeah. bad fucking time. If you're a cop and you get pulled over, you're going to have a bad time. There's no yeah. easy way out of it. Like, <clears throat> yeah. and there's that's not enough. Good. Miami, scares me. Florida. The, the, uh, you're, you're Miami, Florida, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. But um, uh, now that's the, the, the part of the U.S., um, uh, you know, way of existing right now, which kind of scares me. I think it's almost like a tinderbox. It's like, it's like, it's like Europe, um, uh, without, you know, any EU with hard borders, it feels like it's ready to explode. And, um, I don't know about that. As long as people, as long as people have cable and air conditioning and food, yeah. I don't think you're going to see any rioting. I really don't No. What about but if you drop the air conditioning or the cable or the yeah. food, then you could have fucking problems. And there could be, there could be, um, a lack of food, I think at some point. With some with the coronavirus, I mean, we had it. I mean, you guys, you guys, you know, you've never had that issue before. But in the UK, we had it during the First and Second World War. We had to have food rationing. 
Right. Um, and we couldn't produce enough food because people weren't able to go out and produce food. So America's ready for that. We're, we're well prepared body mass index wise for food shortage. That's true. Yeah, and a lot of your <laughs> homesteaders can fucking use a food you've shortage. Got, you've, got, you've got full larders as well with, uh, yeah. So a lot of you have food, food reserves. Yeah. Um, but now that's something which worries me because I think just in time logistics, you know, it's one of the marvels of modern capitalism, being able to get all sorts of products around the world efficiently, uh, yeah. but it doesn't leave much room for, you know, for error. If no. there's, um, an, you know, an attack on the supply chain, which yep. coronavirus is most definitely. Yep. Yep. Um, how do you feel on just like the economic stuff, the economic, well, first of all, how do you, how long do you expect to be in quarantine? Cause I expect I it to go on for quite a long time. I mean, I think they're going to power cycle the economy over and over again as it flares up. And I think the second wave is going to be harder than the first one because they often are. So it's, you know, not much you can do about it. Either you have two options. You find a vaccine hard or enough people die off and build up antibodies that you get herd immunity. And that's it. The, or I guess your third option is you could get lucky and it could just mutate to a weaker and weaker strain by people dying off. And, you know, and that's your three options. Uh, I don't really know which one. There's actually seems to be the, that seems to be the pattern of behavior with the virus that it is, um, it is getting weaker. Uh, the strains which are surviving for obvious reasons, because the strongest strains just kill people. So they can't yeah. affect people. Yeah. Um, uh, and then the immunity we do develop, I mean, it's kind of a cold virus. It's similar to a cold virus. So we will get it again, but it will be a much milder version of it. Cause we'll still have some immunity, some antibodies in our system, which are able to fight it. Between Hopefully. you and me, dude, it's yeah. like, I, I, I try and spend my time on the things that I can influence or change. So I did a bunch of outreach trying to get people to take this seriously. Um, yeah. when it had like 10 or 20% hospitalization rate, which I guess it doesn't have that now because you know, mm. every time they do like a general zero survey where they just see how many people have antibodies, like some large percentage of people has antibodies now. So maybe the case uh, hospitalization rate is lower now, in which case it's like, okay, well, go guys, go, go all figure it out, you know, like, because I, I don't, I don't know that uh, the social services aren't good enough in the United States to support the people through not having income for a period that's very long. So either your option no. is to pay everyone to stay home for a much higher rate than you're currently paying. You're not going to make it on $1,200 a month. Uh, or just go let a lot of people die and the ones that survive, survive and the ones that die, die. I mean, it's yeah. not, there's not really another option there. Masks, yeah. masks help, you know, green zones help contract tracing, uh, contact tracing helps, but how do you feel they're going to like fund that? Do you think through quantitative easing and just printing, just turning on the burr machine or do you think that's the only way it's the right to thing to it? do? So they're going to, yeah. they're going to do that eventually anyway. So they're going to debase the fucking currency eventually anyway. The rich are going to get richer anyway. You you never, as a, as a person that graduates fucking high school, you're never going to be able to buy a house ever. You're just fucked. So since, since everyone's going to get fucked anyway, why don't we at least for once see some of the money printing go to the fucking little guy once? And by the way, the yeah. little guy is still getting a minority. The rich people are still oh, sure. vastly getting the majority of all of the fucking benefits of the bailouts. So, yeah, yeah. so at least the little guy gets something. Cause in general, the little guy gets pay cuts, like absolutely nothing. At least the fucking little guy gets a little bit of something in this, in this situation. 
Yeah, I mean, some fringe benefits, I suppose, is that house prices are going to probably come down because yeah. you know all those boomers who own houses will die. Yeah. A lot of people yeah. get divorced, which causes yeah. houses to come on the market. Yeah. Destitution, a lot of people will be destitute, which even but more when they get divorced, the I mean, you end up having people that used to occupy one house needing two houses, so that might be just you can they afford two houses? That's the question, isn't it? You know, well, I mean, it would drive up rents because you'd be living in a smaller place. So it might drive down yeah. house prices, but drive up rents, which would be weird. I think that's weird. what happened after 2008, wasn't it? it was the, the rentals went up and then house prices came down. So Yeah, it could be the same um, play. Yeah. That, that seems to make sense. How bad do you think it's going to be? Because I'm, I'm ready for full depression style um, unemployment and uh, poverty. Personally, that's but... That's like... <laughs> yeah... I think that could be a way to go. I think that could be a way to go. However, if if COVID doesn't need the, if if COVID becomes weak enough that we don't need to power cycle the economy, and and the the medical services don't get overrun, then you could have a normal recession if they print hard enough, maybe. Mm. But if they can't print hard enough, and we were due, and it's an everything bubble, and the everything bubble popped anyway. And you're looking at 20% unemployment. Yeah, you should be looking at some type of depression level shit, particularly in in more fucked up countries, because mm. there are more fucked up countries. So, you know, it's just so funny to watch the prices on everything bounce for like. So if that if that's the reality that we're coming into is 20 and 30% unemployment because the demand's not there, even if COVID's gone, because the everything bubble popped, yeah. then the, this is a giant bull trap in that case, right? Like this is an epic, epic fucking best bull trap ever. And it's, you know, I wish that the timing were different, you know? So, Why is that? Well, we've got the halvening coming up right now, and yeah. we had a 150% bounce in the Bitcoin price. And we yeah. had nearly a 200% bounce in the Ethereum price. Yeah. And, you know, it would be ideal if you're, if you're a trader to have your technical and your fundamental <clears throat> line up so that they're not competing with each other. <clears throat> so you have a confluence. Mm -hmm. So I'd love to see, you know, I, I would have loved to have seen everyone just getting released back into the public and getting all psyched for how everything's going to be fixed right at the same time as the happening. So you could sell that shit and you're like, okay, so all the, we got all the good news now, right? Okay. The happening, everyone's free now. Okay. We got all the good news now. Okay. Dump it. Okay. Now, now let's see what happens once everyone finds the fucking demands actually gone. That, that would have been great. Right. Because right now I don't know if we pump into the happening. My gut feeling is kind of that we will. Um, I was kind of of the opinion that <clears throat> everyone forced to stay at home. They probably run out of things to watch on Netflix. And now they hear about this thing called the happening, which is happening in Bitcoin. Which is very stable. I mean, like the price of Bitcoin can't be called stable, but the the the, the halvening events is is a regular, <clears throat> stable, dependable thing you can predict. So, um, in a world of instability, I kind of imagine that to be quite a good thing for people when they when they read about it and they're like, oh wow, this this you know all these governments just printing money willy nilly, but this thing actually you know the, the thing it. the thing people don't know about the halvening is that it matters less and less and less every time. So. When you went from 12% inflation to 6%, the last mm. happening, okay, that's a big deal. 6%, it's a lot of percent. Okay. But now when you go from three and a half to one and a half, 
it's just a percent. It's not a big fucking deal. It's about mm. $8 million a day mm. on something that trades how much volume a day. So, mm. you know, it's like, I wouldn't, uh, you know, if you're a trader, good news just came out for COVID happening. I'd sell that shit. I'd sell that just yeah. like the CME launch. <clears throat> but hey, who, who knows, right? <clears throat> so you're still very much paying attention to Bitcoin because I know for mm-hmm. um, you've you've had your 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 you're obviously a, a, a full Bitcoiner, I would say, and then you start to feel disenfranchised with the Bitcoin uh, ecosystem, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah, um, I'm not sure you actually fell out of love with the technology, but maybe just the people surrounding the technology kind of pissed you off a bit. And well, it's like, okay, what do you want from your technology? Do you want your transactions to go quickly? I do. Okay, well, Bitcoin doesn't do that. It doesn't, and it never will. Okay, so do you want your do you want your transactions to uh, be able to do more stuff? Do you want decentralized exchange, or do you like sending selfies and handing your keys to other people and hoping they give you your money back? Do you like that? Do you like it when they lose your selfies and now other people impersonating you? Do you like it when they don't give you your money? Do you like begging for your money? Fuck all that. So if you want Ooh. fast transactions and you want to have access to a stable coin to hedge volatility off or uh, transact with no counterparty risk on chain, well, you can do that on Ethereum and you can't do it on Bitcoin. So it's really that easy, right? So if you, if you demand Ooh. more from your cryptocurrency experience, want access to decentralized exchange, options on chain, margin on chain, hedging on chain, uh, anonymity on chain, all of that's available in Ethereum and none of that's available in Bitcoin. And it's just like, what, what, what the fuck? There's no comparison. There's no comparison. Like all you have to do is try it once. (laughs) You do still speak when you speak about Bitcoin, you do still seem to speak quite fondly of it. So look, I, I like it works. Usually, I like that. Yeah. But, here, like, okay. Are you not excited about some of the lightning stuff? or Who gives um, a fuck? Who cares? No. It has nothing in common with Bitcoin whatsoever. Here's the problem with Bitcoiners, okay? They only, and, and cryptocurrency people in general, they only want to see the reality that they think will pump their bag's price. And they don't give a fuck about the objective reality. So... Crypto is invented to get rid of counterparties, right? Right. Okay. And what's the most popular cryptocurrency in the world? Tether. And what's the most traded cryptocurrency in the world? Tether. And what is Tether? 100% counterparty risk. Some guy says he's got some money in his bank and that he'll trade you the money in his bank, which is your money, that he makes interest on and you don't. He'll trade that for these, these tokens. And he says it's fully backed. But then you found out it wasn't fully backed and no one gave a fuck. They're like, yeah, whatever. Fractional reserve, bring it. 100% counterparty risk, bring it. We love that shit. And you know who defends it? Blockstream defends it because they use the liquid fucking, they license the liquid protocol for them. So they're a client. So you'll see Blockstream defending Tether and you'll see Bitcoiners defending Tether. And you're like, guys, <clears throat> you, you realize this is the exact opposite of why crypto was invented. Crypto was invented to get rid of counterparty risk, to get rid of trust. And so you shoved this fucking thing here, right? That's the opposite of what crypto is invented for. And you guys support it. And they, they do that for a fucking lightning network too. <clears throat> Here's a code base that has nothing to do with Bitcoin at all. Different, different fucking developers, different executables, uh, 
has nothing in common with Bitcoin, nothing in common whatsoever. But because Bitcoiners think it will pump their bag, they fall in love with it. So you can't say anything negative about Tether. You can't say anything negative about the Lightning Network because they just in their brains go, will this help pump my bag? And then even and here's the funniest thing. You see, they, for me, for me, because <clears throat> obviously, you know, part of what what you like about Ethereum is it offers you all this other functionality, which you and, and things you can do on on you know on Ethereum. Um, to me, Lightning is that you know it, it offers me the ability to use Bitcoin in them, which is fast uh, and an instant, um, uh, and I can use it for very small transactions um, in a secure way and. In, in, you know, an ominous way as well. So I like experimenting with it and playing with the technology for that reason. So, mm -hmm. do you so know you've actually the... used the Lightning Network? Yeah, I use it all the time. Because I know a lot of people that have tried and they haven't. Now I haven't tried. So maybe it's fantastic now. But every other person that I know that has tried it and is a developer is just like, nope, it doesn't work. They literally just give up. They're like, it does not work. Now, mm. I can tell you that there's more economic energy of Bitcoin on Ethereum than there is in the Lightning Network. There's more BTC wrapped in wrapped Bitcoin and other protocols in Ethereum than there is in the Lightning Network. And it works now, and it's not beta software. It works immediately now. And you can borrow it, and you can lend against it, and you can take margin on it, and it works fucking now. And it hasn't had critical vulnerabilities. So it's just like, look, I hope, look, I hope Lightning Network works fucking great. And when it works great, it'll work great for all the coins. So oh, no, actually, this is the point, isn't it? So it's not, you know, it's, you can put it on top of anything whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, it's not, it's not just a Bitcoin centric technology. You're just passing around pre-signed time locked fucking contracts. That's all it is. There's nothing. It's not like rocket science, you know? Um, no, it's a simple idea. Mr. Toshi you know, came up with very early yeah. on the idea of a, a directional payment channel. Most Bitcoin people do not know what the fuck is going on and they're not honest i would say reality yeah but I would, I would i would say there's 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 quite a large proportion of you know of what you would call maybe a bitcoin influencer um uh, the maximalist type who don't even like lightning network um i've had one of them say to me my to my face you know no lightning is ethereum because uh, he sees he actually sees what i see kind of with lightning network like an enthusiasm um and uh I, and it feels like there's the people people want to make things on it. They want to get excited about it. They want to play around with it in a way which people maybe who's building Bitcoin anything on lightning? Like, one one hmm? guy made like a soda machine on lightning and I heard nothing else at all being built. On I've made I've made I've made point of sales ATMs. I've uh, made some software. But, to, but you to understand that that's not actually building on lightning, right? So like that that's like that's like me having a lemonade stand and saying I'm building on the dollar because I accept it and transmit it. That's, yeah, that's sure, not yeah, you're, fucking, using, you're using it, yeah, okay. You're, you're not well, building any new that. feature whatsoever. You're just using the shit to On like, a protocol level or? So yeah, my like, features. I mean, I could do that with so my underwear. I could just fucking yeah. go outside my door and be like, yo, I'll trade fucking 100, my underwear are now worth $100, I'm the new tether. Let's fucking trade underies. Like it's, that's not really development. That's not programmable money, right? Like if you're, Let's talk about what programmable money is. So in, and I'm trying not to bring up hex, right? Like I'm trying to bring that shit up last. So I'll. No, yeah, we'll, we'll work, we'll work towards that, of course. We can so if, if you want to have a decentralized exchange, is that a breakthrough? Yes. Why? Because we want to replace all the fucking banks. We want to replace those cocksuckers. 
and what is what are all the bankers and what are all the pieces of shit in the finance system what do they do and everything that they do we want to replace okay so they do currency okay so let's say bitcoin's the currency do they do other stuff in addition to currency yes the majority of things that finance does is not the currency they do payment cards they do loans they do margin trading they do swaps of one thing to another thing they do exchange so the majority of finance and the majority of the horror that we want to replace, the majority of the assholes that we want to get rid of are everything but the dumb currency where you make your number go down and someone else's number go up. That's what a Bitcoin transaction is. Okay, I have less of this number. Now you have more of that number. And that's all the fuck it is. So let's say you want to do decentralized exchange. You can do that in Ethereum. And it's done already with automated market maker where there's always someone there to take the other side of the transaction. So you never have to deal with an order book. You never have to choose a level. You just want to transact. There's always somebody there, always. It's automatic. And so that breakthrough of an automatic market maker has made it for the first time so that DEXs are usable because they used to be horrible. You couldn't do fucking anything on there, right? I'll tell you something else. You can do, there's a, there's a program called Jelly Swap. There's another one called Atomic Swap Wallet.io. We can do atomic cross swaps between Bitcoin and other coins. So you don't have to take, uh, lose control of your keys. If, if the transaction doesn't go through, it just times out and you get your money back. So, you know, you don't have to deal with these centralized counterparties anymore because we have real programmable money, because we have a more powerful development ecosystem. And you can't do that in Lightning. And you can't do that in Bitcoin. They're not Turing complete languages. They're just dumb fucking protocols that say, this number go down, that number go up. And you can't do shit with that. You really can't do anything with that. This, you can do everything with a Turing complete system. Sure. I mean, I mean, that's what you want. You, you want something which has all these extra functions in, but I don't particularly need that or want it. I just want a, a, a good, secure, stable money. Um, you should want can, the other stuff, bro, because I your good, store. secure, stable money oh, no, is absolutely. useless if you can't change it for other shit. That's what money was built for. I know that I know that in time those things will kind of come to to. to Bitcoin's been around for ten years, um, but I. I this yeah, no, that's, that's not, not coming. It's not, not crediting all the good, all the good work which is happening on Ethereum. Oh, it will. It will eventually. Well, I let's mean, be like, specific. See, what do you think is going to appear? Stuff. They'll have tokens. What do you think is going to appear on Bitcoin? Well, on Bitcoin. Sure. I think RGB is kind of hopeful when it comes to, to developing tokens. Um, I'm not too excited about the Liquid Network just because of the lack of sort of free and open source um, uh, nature of it. But the, the, yeah, the RGB network stuff, I mean, to me, like, you know, making sure Bitcoin's rock solid and then, yeah, like sending Bitcoin from one person so, to another. So let's talk about, let's you know, talk about one, making Bitcoin one, rock that's solid. One, that's, that's one function. But within that transaction, so say if I um, open a channel and then I fund that channel on the Lightning Network. That one transaction can be used for many, many, many transactions. And then as soon as we get things like Taproot or something, and we're able to add in some sort of smart contracting and make them look like normal transactions, then we can have a lot more functionality. So we can make one transaction do a lot of things um, as opposed to having lots of little transactions on a, on a network like Ethereum. So I, I'm, I'm all for the, the slow and very conservative roadmap. But that, but, but the thing you just described isn't that slow and conservative. Like, like rolling Taproot into Lightning is not conservative. That's very adventurous. Well, in, in, in if you get Taproot, you might not get Taproot. You remember how hard you had to fight for a 1.4 megabyte weighted block size 
and a transaction oh, no. mailability yeah, fix. No, I, 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 I agree. I agree. I think that, that, that it's, it's very likely that there's going to be uh, some contention and it's going to be as, as hard a struggle to get in as, as the you know, SegWit was. Because the exchanges don't want to lose their bank accounts and they're likely mm. to lose their bank accounts if people say, oh, but it funded terrorism. No, it didn't. Well, how do you know? It's anonymous. Oh, well, I guess I don't know then. Oh, well, I guess that's why they don't sell fucking Monero. Like the reason Coinbase doesn't sell Monero is the same reason Coinbase hires Chainalytic pe people to I fuck your transactions. And if you spend your coins, you got there the wrong place, they turn you off. They watch your money after you receive it. And if they don't like where you spend it, they turn you off. For the same reason they pay those guys a million bucks a year is the same reason they don't sell fucking Monero, which is the same reason they wouldn't support Taproot. So, I mean, this concept that you're going to get anonymity in Bitcoin, I wish that it would. I hope that Bitcoin yeah. does get anonymity. I was going to say, you know, you're, I mean, surely for it to no, be fucking, bro, you know, like, if, if people could spend their Bitcoin, right now, yeah. if people yeah. could spend their Bitcoin without worried about people i-fucking it, they'd be a lot more likely to buy something else that they might enjoy. Know what I mean? So, like, I'm, I hope that people can spend their Bitcoin as much as they fucking want. Um, and, you know, I, I support privacy and I support, uh, you know, human beings can't function well as humans without some degree of privacy. And everyone's just giving that shit away left and right. It'd be nice if there was some place where you could still have some. Maybe your finances would be a nice place to have some privacy. <clears throat> So I, look, I don't, I don't want to like just rag on Bitcoin, but I am blackballed and censored and treated like shit all day long, every day. And I just, it's just after a while you become jaded. You're like, fucking. Well, you got, you got to, you got to, you got to vent some of that frustration. I understand that. Completely. Well, I'm sharing truth um, with these I, motherfuckers I, I for free, and they don't. When, yeah, well, when you when you when you criticize Bitcoin. Um, Obviously, they're very valid criticisms, you know, that you can't do all the things you can do, which you can do on, on Ethereum. But I just, I almost don't believe you because I know that actually you, you know, you do like Bitcoin. You know, you, you've spent a lot of your life promoting Bitcoin and uh, working with Bitcoin. So um, I just feel I like- I give you know, my coin away only for free to Bitcoin holders. So if you're a Bitcoin yeah, exactly. holder, you can oh, claim yeah. it for free. If you're an Ethereum holder, you can't claim it for free. If you're a Dogecoin holder, you can't claim it for free. So like- it. it Everyone would be better off recognizing reality. So, so here's another thing people say, right? This Ponzi scheme claim. Bitcoin went down 85% from 20K to fucking 3K. And then it pumped 4 or 5X on a Ponzi scheme in China, buying it up from 3K to 14K. Then it fucking dumped again from 14K to fucking 3,800. It, it dumped in two weeks, another 65 fucking percent. This is not a good performing fucking asset. This is a bad performing asset. And Ethereum looks even worse. Ethereum didn't drop 85%, it dropped 95%. And right now Bitcoin's down about 65 and Ethereum's down 85 right now as we speak. That is dog shit performance, dog shit. And do you wanna know why the performance is so bad? Because regardless of the technological merits of the technology, other people turned Bitcoin and turned Ethereum into what looks like a Ponzi because they're willing to buy it no matter how high the price is. As a matter of fact, the higher the price is, the more they want to buy it. And so you get this, oh, it's, it's more expensive, I'll buy more. It's more expensive, I'll buy more. It's more expensive, I'll buy more. And then you get this blow off top bullshit. And when you have this blow up top bullshit, it doesn't matter how good your project is and how good your onboarding is, you're going to have a fucking year or two or three of down because you just cannot meet this fantasy fucking valuation that people put into something.
And so in effect, you've got good, honest projects trying to do technological solutions to things like Ethereum and like Bitcoin, but look like goddamn Ponzi's and act like Ponzi's for the people that bought at the very top because that's what speculative bubbles fucking do. And then when anyone else with any other coin has that same thing where people buy a shitload of it, buy it up, and then you magically run out of the last buyer, and it's very hard to predict when that is, and then it's just fucking free fall, right? And they think that that's like some nor horrible, terrible uh, like feature of the other coin when it's the exact same pattern from the exact same people. And, and like people think that in Bitcoin that they're better than everyone else. And then you look at the chart and you're like, that looks exactly like a Ponzi chart. And then Ethereum people think they're better than everyone else. And you look at the chart and you're like, yeah, that's, that's a fucking terrible chart. It used to be 1500. Now it was 85. Mm. Okay. That's a 95% drop. And then it didn't just do that. It like dropped 95 and then bounced and then dropped 90 and then bounced and then dropped 85. And you're just like, this is a fucking nightmare, right? The people have to be honest about what these things really are. These things are really not adopted. They're really not used in the world. You really can't do much with them. 90% of the market cap is speculation. And so Hex is honest about that. We just go, look, yeah, like these things are valuable because people fucking buy them and don't sell them. And if they buy them and sell them, they become worthless. So like Omni protocol, which ran on top of Bitcoin used to be a hundred percent of all of USDT transactions and USD transactions is the most transacted cryptocurrency in the world. But guess how much Omni was worth the Omni token. It did 150 to $200 a volume a day. It's worth nothing. It's worth nothing, but it powered a billion dollar technology. Now, why is Omni worth nothing? Because people buy it and they sell it and they don't fucking need it. No one's buying it and holding it. What makes cryptocurrencies valuable is the buying and holding. So it's, so many people don't understand what the fuck cryptocurrency is actually about and why it actually has value. And, and they think that payment network's worth a lot. Payment network's not worth a lot. It's, it's demarginalized. It's been around for a hundred fucking years. And the parts that make it expensive are the parts that are valuable. So you can do chargebacks. You can do recurring transactions. Can't do any of that in Bitcoin. It's push only, no pull, and you have no chargeback protection. And so when there's a dispute, so when you want to actually, if someone messaged me and is like, hey, Richard, I want to sell you a service. Okay. I'll be like, uh, you accept crypto? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, okay, well, I don't trust you. So I don't want to pay you. And they're like, well, I don't trust that you'll pay when I do it. So we can't do anything. And then we're looking for an escrow agent and they don't even exist anymore. They used to back in 2011. I bought some fucking uh, video cards with some Bitcoin, went through an escrow agent. Now they don't even exist. They're not even there anymore. They fucking went away. Places you used to be able to spend your, your crypto to buy fucking hardware. They don't even accept that shit anymore. And you're like, well, maybe I'll go to the ATM. No, closed. So, so people don't accept it. Fucking ATMs closed. Escrow agents closed. You're like, what the fuck is going on here? Right? So that, that like the, that credit card allowing you to charge shit back makes it so that you can actually do fucking business. And then if it doesn't work out, you can argue later. But when you only have crypto, you're both sitting there paralyzed. Like, man, I don't trust you're going to do it. And I, you don't trust you're going to pay. And then you just sit there and look at each other and you're like, yeah. Is there a way we could split the transaction up really small and like limit the risk and then like iterate it? And that's the only solution that I've come up with other than escrow. And so people forget that mm. these things are required, right? Your subscription-based business, you can't use crypto. Forget it. Why do you think none of the porn sites accept fucking crypto? Because they can't bang your card every fucking month and that's their business model. So they want you to forget about it and just keep banging your card forever. We can't do that in fucking Bitcoin, right? You can do, so, um, you, you can do that in Bitcoin. You can do it on Lightning Network. You can use LNURL to do a subscription model service. You have to um, pre-allocate the funds like, to do like, that, right? No, I mean, no, the funds can be pulled from your Lightning wallet. So say if you use an LNURL 
um, you're giving the right to, for someone to withdraw X amount between, you know, zero, whatever you want. So zero and, you know, I don't know, 10 pounds, for example, and then they can withdraw that amount. And you can, you can, you can use an LNU in such a way that you put a timer on it. So yeah. they can only do Cool. That sounds like example. progress then. I mean, congrats. Yeah. And the macaroons as well, like macaroons can also be similarly, you can put caveats in a macaroon. So this, I give you, if I give you a macaroon, it gives you the ability to pull out X amount of funds every, you know, day or two days or a month or whatever. Cool. Um, All right. Well, yeah, that sounds like progress. Cool. I'm glad, I'm glad that programmable money found but I mean, a fucking but, but, program. I mean, to, to be fair, those, those macaroons are leveraging just the technology Google developed and they could Never. be used elsewhere as well. So it's not Bitcoin centric, but they I'm are fine with that, being used. I'm a, like, it I, doesn't have know, to be, I'm not with that, like not built here bullshit. If it works, yeah. I don't give a fuck where it was built, man. Like I just want yeah. something that works, you know? If, yeah. if Facebook built it, if Google built it, if, if the fucking enemies built it, I don't give a fuck. If it works, like I'm a utilitarian. Um, so I, I want, here's what I want. I want a world. You want it to work and you want it, you want it all to work and you want it all to work on things like Bitcoin, yeah. but you're, you're that's yeah, fine. I, look, I hope Bitcoin becomes the most amazing thing ever. But those of us that have been fighting the battles for yeah. fucking years, we know where it's going oh, yeah. and it's not going fast anywhere. It's <laughs> what's the last feature you got, man. You got yeah. time locking, which no one uses unless you're building lightning, you've got multi-sig, yeah. which no one uses. It's not even in the wallets, yeah. unless you use green wallet or you build your own enterprise solution. You've got uh Segwit. That was cool. That was good. We got yeah. throughput increase. We got transaction reliability fix. I like that. And when we got uh, nothing, you got nothing. You're hoping to get taproot Schnorr, So you get a little bit more efficiency and a little pseudo anonymity increase. I mean, that's, that's on Bitcoin. 10 years. Most, of my stuff, most of my stuff is on Lightning. So, I mean, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a lot, a lot of the technology improvements, which I'm interested in, are on Lightning. But, I mean, in, in Bitcoin, if I get taproot in Bitcoin, it'll make um, Here, its interoperability with the Lightning network even better. So. Here's all I want. I want an anonymous, performant yeah. in price, yep. performant throughput, censorship-resistant currency where I control my own fucking money. That's what I want. So in Ethereum, they got the throughput solved. They have ZK rollups and optimistic rollups, which do 500 to 1,000 TPS with on-chain security by taking most of the processing off-chain and then just submitting a proof that the processing was done right. And it's just a couple bytes. And so you get on-chain security with off-chain throughput. So ZK rollups, amazing. And it works today. There's an exchange that already works today that already has that bullshit running. And then for anonymity, we have ZK Snarks, which are done by Tornado.Cash and a project that starts on A. I think it's the Avalon project. And there's you know some other ZK stuff out there. If you're talking about ZK stuff, it's all the Ethereum yeah. guys. They run that shit. So there's zero knowledge proofed out the ass. So if you care about anonymity, yeah. Ethereum's the place to be. If you care about throughput, Ethereum's the place to be. If you care about shit yeah. that's not in beta, that works now, like Bitcoin liquidity on chain, Ethereum's the place to be. Price chart looks like shit. <laughs> the fucking Ethereum price chart looks like pure garbage. But the technology's um, exciting. So. Yeah, the shit works now. Like yeah. you know, yeah. and and they went five of the top eleven market cap cryptocurrencies launched on Ethereum or primarily use it today. BNB launched on Ethereum. Yeah. EOS launched on Ethereum. TRX launched on Ethereum. USDT primarily uses Ethereum now, and uh, Ethereum itself fucking launched on Ethereum. Right. So like. Yeah. And uh, like 150 or like 190 of the top 200 value tokens 
are also isn't all it being is all, is all that technology being used out there in the world in the wild um for anything else than just speculation on price though no would you say no all anyone look all anyone gives a fuck about there's only two things people care about in cryptocurrency getting rich and buying some illegal shit and that's it that's all they care about and that's fine that's enough it doesn't need to do voting where you give people receipts so that the angry husband can beat the wife if she voted the wrong way or mm. where you give somebody a receipt for their house and then there's a flood and then someone has to update the chain and whoever you trust updates the chain could have just ran the whole thing in fucking sequel and not not had to fucking have the dumb slow blockchain uh or any of this other stupid shit that people try and shove the blockchain into which has had the opportunity to succeed for fucking 10 years and has not succeeded for 10 years, not because of a technological problem, but because it shouldn't fucking work. Need, these things do not need censorship resistance. No one is trying no. to censor you recording who owns a house. Nobody is trying no. to censor that. And if you want to have an indelible record of history, print it in a fucking newspaper, right? Like when, yeah. when, when, this, when you can't find somebody and there's a whole... <laughs> I think there's an argument for, for the idea of social scalability to so say if you've got an economy or a country which whose public services aren't so well developed that you can leverage something with security no, to provide it doesn't work because then when they then because the social system that's broken that didn't work in the first place is going to take your blockchain receipt and put a gun to your head and be like nice receipt bro that's and true this doesn't work like that's true any anytime the blockchain yeah. meets the real world you have failed literally so also people People build all this shit where they're like, okay, we're going to do charity over the blockchain. Oh, are you? You're going to do that? Okay. So you're going to give an African dude some money to go buy sandwiches, right? Okay. We'll go give him the money. Okay. And he's going to tell you he bought the sandwiches, but he didn't. So now, now what? Now what? Now what blockchain? Oh, we're going to have people report on that guy. Okay. So he gives half the sandwiches to those guys. And he just Sybil attacks your voting network that you try to federate to make up for the analog to digital conversion to tell the blockchain what the real world is. And so the Oracle problem is mm -hmm. not solved, is likely to never be solved. And any solution to the Oracle problem that tries to turn the real world into data for the blockchain to process is gets fucked up at the humans that lie about what's going on in the real world. And it will always be that way and is not fucking solvable. Now, can you do federation and try and make it work? Sure. But you have to understand that's the trade-off you're making. It's still fucking human beings, right? And when you, when you threaten them, they're going to do what the fuck they're told, right? So... Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, to me, speculation's enough, bro. What's wrong with having the yeah, highest no, performing not, asset in I mean, history? Man, it's, it's enough. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it, it's something, but I, I think the technology can be used for more. There are there are useful things which humanity can. Um, I mean, I'm not just talking about you know blockchain. the blockchain is just a I, shitty I, slow database. That's all it I is. Know, I I I think the blockchain is just a crude. Um, uh, I mean, it works. It's a, it's a crude solution to some computer science problems, which allow yeah. some censorship resistance in money. Yep. Um, yeah. but you can have other solutions to fulfill the same thing. We just yep. need to find them. And I agree. Um, like, look, I think I, maybe some of this proof of stake shit works to reduce pollution because pollution sucks. Maybe, uh, the, the pollution with the blockchain, um, encourages is, is terrible. Yeah. Yeah. But I and mean, people that's, pretend that really they're like, they the pretend it's not happening. Electricity. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's almost like saying, you know, cars are evil because they pollute when you can have an electric car so there's, there's there would be ways of mining which don't require you to to burn all these fossil fuels but it does encourage yeah uh, but then if they're not costly then it doesn't work for proof of work
It has no, to be no, costly no. by definition. But they're, they're, they're real world, world points like mining operations, which should be regulated and then should, you know, shouldn't be allowed to produce as much carbon as they are producing. But let's um, talk about mining, right? When I got into Bitcoin, it was important that miners got a block reward to be honest about what's going on in the network so that a botnet didn't come along and attack the network and just lie about what was going on. But that's not the case anymore. The people that can come and attack the Bitcoin network are only the people that can come and attack the Bitcoin network from the mining perspective are only the miners right. themselves. And so now it is a protection racket. You are no longer paying the miners to protect you from other people. You're paying the miners to protect you from the miners. So <laughs> it's like if, if a nation state wanted to attack you, they can't do it from mining because you'll just change the proof of work. If a nation state wanted to attack you, it would be more affordable for them to just send a drone to anywhere they see a node operating. So, and you could do timing attacks to see where, where something was lighting up when you triggered this thing here, it lit up something over there. And so you'd have yeah. to introduce delays to prevent those types of side channel attacks. And like, there's, uh, Hex, by the way, solves a lot of this shit. So a lot of this shit that I'm telling you about that sucks, Hex solves a lot of it. <clears throat> hmm. um, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll um... I suppose we could get to Hex now if you want to get to Hex. So um, obviously, uh, yeah, you launched Hex mm -hmm. um, and you, you wanted to explore more complex um, uh, financial, a more complex financial tool um, and do it in a way which was decentralized. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, so how is it, how is Hex going for the moment? So people have really their reservations good. over Hex, but I mean, it's, I think it's a guilty pleasure of a lot of Bitcoiners, a lot of people in Bitcoin as well. Um, you know, all these people gave you, gave you, gave you shit for hex, but then they'll probably secretly on the side claiming yeah. the hex. Um, uh, so over 200,000 Bitcoin has cryptographically yeah. verifiably claimed their hex. Yeah. That's I like... mean, they'd be, they'd be silly not to, if you, if you're at that time, if you own Bitcoin and if there's this thing, which is going to give you value from nothing, yeah. then why aren't you claiming it? You know, so, and so then, it's over I, I mean, 1.5 billion you, dollars. If you don't like, like the project, if you didn't like the project, then the game theoretical right thing to do would be to claim it and then never talk about the fact that you claimed it. Because by not claiming it, you're enriching the people who do like the project and who will support the project. Well, yeah, you know, so, sure. Apart from yeah. giving you a nice stat, you know, for, 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 but yeah, a lot of people if, were very if, vocal about how much they didn't like Hex in a way which came across. And they as still will be. They, they will be that way forever. So I used to be very vocal about how much I hated Ethereum. And then I had to remove my head from my ass and be like, okay, what do I care about? Okay, I care about throughput. I care about anonymity. I care about how fast my transaction goes through. I care about replacing the banks. I care about not sending selfies to fucking weird countries. Oh shit, okay, well, this game just changed. <laughs> like, it used to suck and it doesn't suck now. This shit changed, right? You have to update your worldview, you know? Like, they can't roll back the chain now or they'd roll it back for Gavin Wood who lost 130 mil. They can't, like, it's just a different fucking game now. So I used to make fun of Ethereum all the time. Can't do that now. Like, they're kicking ass. Like, you know, other than the price chart looking like shit, they're yeah, doing really you did, great. You did, you, did, you did some outreach and you actually went out and started, you know, building stuff on Ethereum and then also yeah. speaking to the Ethereum community and developers. Realized it's the best thing to build on because it's got the most hash rate. Nicer. It's got the mm -hmm. most hash rate that's not Bitcoin. And so if you try and do a fork and run on your own code base, you're fucked because you can be 51% attacked by anyone, or you could change your proof of work and be attacked by even more people, anyone that has botnet. So, mm. you know, if you wanna build a new consensus network that operates with 
innovative and new game theory, the best way to do it is the same way those other five of the top $11 billion projects did it on the place that has the most auditors that lost the most money to learn how to do shit the right way that, uh, you know, has the most hash rate. That's not Bitcoin that you could do Turing complete operations on. It was a no fucking brainer, but people are stupid. You know what they say? You just built in the RC20. You're not even on your own chain. Like dude, being on my own chain would have been a world easier. It would have been way fucking easier. Like building, if you're on your own chain, you have no interoperability with anything else. You have to do yeah. through atomic cross swaps and they're very clunky because now you have to do two transactions instead of one. You have to communicate across a side channel. It's a lot of fucking work and it sucks, which is why you don't see a lot of adoption for, for that. Hopefully no. this new jelly swap thing with a automated market maker, uh, fixes that. So there was a, uh, a person that donated about $5,000 of, uh, Ethereum stable coin called die to various uh, projects in the Ethereum ecosystem called Hexfan, And this Hexfan person supported jelly swap and supported, uh, project by the guy that does the UI for uh, Uniswap and a bunch of other, you know, social marketing things. It was really neat. In Ethereum, they have something called quadratic funding. So if you, if you, uh, if you get a little money, then someone else gives you more money. And so it amplifies whatever the public votes. And so the public decides, okay, we want this for COVID research and masks, and we want this for anonymity research, and we want this for outreach and marketing. And then Vitalik put up like uh, 90 grand and then some other guy put up 50 grand and then their money gets used to amplify all those other guys. And then they even had a negative funding where if you didn't like someone in the media section, you couldn't do this for all the sections. You could just do it for the media ones. If you didn't like somebody, you could put money to take away his money. And, but the money that you gave to did to do that would be rolled into the next giveaway round. That's just fucking mm. awesome, dude. Like that, that's something that's Bitcoin funny. should instantly fucking copy because mm. You need fucking guys to build shit and do shit, and they need money. And it's obviously good for the goddamn ecosystem. So you've got Vitalik and the consensus people throwing money at the ecosystem to make it better with an innovative voting fucking thing. And then in Bitcoin, you've got nothing. Nothing. There's no fucking... Like, like when Luke Jr. runs out of money for his server at his fucking farm, yeah, that, then, then people will come up with like, you know, a thousand or 2000 bucks to give them. Yeah. And like, that's it. So like one time, uh, Andreas got a million off somebody and one time Luke Jr. Or maybe two or three times Luke Jr. Got some money. And then the rest of it is just like, fuck yourself. We're all libertarians eating steak. We don't care if you die. <laughs> like they just fucking, they, there's no, there's no fucking funding for so shit. You do, do you think that partly why Ethereum has had success and is still relevant is because it has funding and it has yes. these bodies which kind of yes yes support and that's part of what hurts the price. All those developers that they have building shit, those fuckers got to mm. eat. And so what do they do? They sell the coins. So having more developers building all this shit actually hurts the fucking price. So like, uh. It, it's a tragedy of the commons, man. Like, life is not fucking fair, right? Like, the people you, that are working the hardest to build the best shit actually have the worst price performance. <clears throat> yeah. For now. Well, I mean, it's but if it works out, then they should overtake. Like, I mean, if it's a fair yeah. world, if it's a fair world and you build a superior product, then you should fucking win in the marketplace of ideas and money. <clears throat> mm. um, I mean, no, some of the UI stuff on uh, on Ethereum is, you know, 
Bitcoin has nothing comparable. It just feels nice to work with. Um, even claiming the hacks, actually, because I, I claimed hacks. Nice. Uh, uh, and uh, it was a good experience. I enjoyed it. I lost it all because I... Um, what? <laughs> How? I, yeah, I, 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 I reinstalled my, my Linux distro. And then I just thought, I, I, you know, I made a copy of all the files I thought were important. I thought, yeah, I've got everything. Brilliant. And then I reinstalled it, you know, formatted oh, no. the hard drive. That's and that was gone. You might have to roll back for me so I can get my. But you've got a fucking. I mean, when you installed your wallet, it told you to back up your seed words, man. Oh, it told me to back up my seed, but you know, I didn't <laughs> it. I just took a picture of it and then put it somewhere in my desktop and then. And well, you could. It, so. Well, you could do forensic. It wasn't. It wasn't a great deal of money anyway, so it's not. Good. You could do forensic analysis um, to get that fucking photo back. You could do what's called file carving. Uh, to... Okay. I mean, it's 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 good for you anyway, isn't it? Because doesn't that. I mean, everyone else is well, in theory, yes, because your money will actually be redistributed. So what yeah. happens is when you when you claim your free hacks, ninety percent of it is auto staked for a minimum of three hundred and fifty days. Hmm. So, did you choose the minimum, or did you go longer for extra? I think bonuses? I went longer actually. Yeah, nice. I think I went longer because I just kind of assumed that everybody would be yeah. selling out at the, the minimum stake, yeah. and then the price would drop. So I thought that's silly. I go yeah. for a longer one. So here's what's going to happen. Because I mean, it's it's like you know, it's, it, I mean, it's, it's free airdrop, isn't it? You know, yeah. um, and it's the only you know, a shit coin. I would call it shit coinery, but altcoinery um, I've done since probably buying DAO. You know, stock with Ethereum back in the day. So yeah, um, yeah so. And I think it's probably true of a lot of other Bitcoiners as well. Like it's 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 something they have in their portfolio, and it'll be the the only alt yeah. thing they have in their portfolio, and they've had in their portfolio for a long time. Well, so. If you guys haven't looked at the price performance lately, it's up ninety three x in one hundred and eighteen days, ninety three hundred percent in eighteen days, one hundred and eighteen, and it's liquid. You can sell into it. There's thirteen million dollars of liquidity on chain. No sign up. No AML, no KYC, no selfies, no fucking stupid wick, fucking scam bullshit. None of that. It's and it's totally inspectable. You can see every trader. Okay, this guy claimed his hex, fucking sold it on exchange. You can take his address, paste it into hexinfo.io. Shows you what stakes he has open. So you can look at every single trader. We're doing about five or six million dollars of volume a day now. It's the most liquid cryptocurrency in the world in on-chain exchange, except for Ethereum itself and maybe DAI on another platform. Um, <clears throat> and I wouldn't be surprised if you look at the trajectory, it points that X will overtake the stable coins. Um, but, you know, who knows? We'll see. Um, so the uh, that $6 million of volume, you can see who sold the dip and then bought higher. You can see who's staked for 15 years, one day, 10 days. 15 years. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot of people. The average stake length in Hex is 4.2 years. Good God. Yeah. So what do you think happens to something that people buy and lock up for years? It's oh, I mean, no, fucking it's, hard it's to figure designed, out. It's clearly designed to pump. I mean, that's, uh, that's you know. And, that's, and here's the funny thing. People try and demonize that shit. When no, every I mean, other currency only exists exactly to do that, except and, for stablecoins, and, and they just any want financial thing you're buying, you want it to go up, don't right. you? So, um, but I suppose the, the the other criticism, which you know I think is a valid one, is that it, it's geared to pump, but it's also geared to enrich. Um, you know, whoever has that, what is it? The yeah. founder, yeah. Of this. 
How many coins Which does is, Satoshi I, I mean, I think people have? People are so aware of it that, you know, if they're, if they're playing... It's just like, game, it's like how many coins like, does Satoshi like, have? How many coins does Vitalik have? How many coins yeah, does it, fucking Block exactly. One have? I mean, it's, like, it's, 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 not, it's, not, it's not like you're trying to hoodwink people with an ICO no. and saying this will pump because of X. You're saying this will pump because of these, you know, this approach to... It's just know, design better. The technology. It, yeah, because of this design. Um, and then people are very aware of this, of this founder address thing. So yeah. I think people who play the Hex game, you know, they're... They're, they're aware of what they're buying and yep. you know i'm not it sure can't be more clear like I, i'm stop. very 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 clear because i don't want to get in any trouble so i i tell you look this no. could all go to zero and even if everything doesn't go to zero if, if bitcoin doesn't go to zero and ethereum doesn't go to zero hex doesn't go to zero they all could and even if they don't they're likely to drop 80 to 5 to 95 percent at some point because that's just what they do man yeah so for the same reason yeah. this stuff can go up sky high if someone finds enough supply somehow, they can make it dump, right? Um, that's that's what's so neat about Hex is that if Vita if Satoshi himself came and said that he was going to sell all his coins tomorrow, you wouldn't believe him. You'd think he was lying to you because why would he fuck himself over on the price like that? But in Hex, you can believe what people tell you about their future behaviors because it's in the blockchain. They say how long they're going to be locked for. And if they don't serve the time that they said they would, they can be very harshly penalized. And by harshly penalized, I mean, if you stake like a 15 year stake and end it after a day, you're likely to lose everything. So I would suggest strongly that you not do that. You know, um, the penalties hurt a lot less if your stake is shorter. Uh, this, and we have a wall of shame for it. If you go to hex.vision and click penalties, you can see everyone that's ever paid a penalty, when they paid it, how much it was. Uh, we have the best, there's so much shit to brag about. Most liquid on-chain exchange coin in the world other than Ethereum and uh, a stable coin on another platform. Maybe two stable coins, uh, but probably just one. And then we've got uh, the best statistics in all of crypto. You can see every single trade, when they bought, when they sold, how long they're staking for, how many people they referred, when they referred, all this amazing shit. And it's pseudo-anonymous, you don't know who it is, but you know that address did it, right? That's that's how blockchains work. So you can audit it and verify it's all legit. We got $1.5 billion of free claims, $6 million a day volume. Uh, people are building on top of it as a, uh, as a substrate. So people are building games on top of it. So we've got like hexlotto.win, uh, hexpool.win, where you can join other people to take advantage of the bigger pays better bonus. And it makes it so you can't emergency end stake. So some people with weak hands that they can't handle the gains and then they just fucking emergency end stake anyway. And they get upset when it keeps going higher because think about how many people sold at 10 X and we're like, fuck yeah, 20 X. Yeah. 30 X. Oh fuck. I'm out 50 X. I'm out. And then it's at 93 X and you're like, ah, oh, shit could, could have held on. It's only four month old project, four months. That's all it is. Um, so best statistics, the community's huge, best Telegram channel, 20,000 members. We've got Russian channel, Philippines channel, French, uh, Swedish, just it's blowing up. Like it's fucking, it's doing everything that I want in crypto really well, except anonymity. It doesn't have that yet. And you can't margin so, trade it yet. <clears throat> what, what, what's next for you then? Are you going to continue with, with hacks or are you going to explore other stuff? So this is a very tricky question for me. Um, it's very important that no one have any expectations of profit from the work of others, because this is not a security. No. This is not something where you get promises and expectations. 
and then rely on the entrepreneurial or managerial effort of someone else to fulfill those things. This is not that. There is no roadmap. You are the network. You mint your own coins. You run the computation. You mint your own rewards. No one else in the world can do it for you. You're the only person that can do it. You invented your private keys. You're the only one that can burn your coins when you stake them. You're the only one that can make your rewards. They are doing all the work. Very important. Uh, all the If I die and hex.win goes offline, you can use another hex.win, spelled out, another hex.win. You can use uh, app hex.win. You can use hex.business. You can use etherscan.io. Uh, there's a bunch of different ways that you can use also those games that are built on top of hex. You can stake through those front ends as well. So there's like some Ponzi-looking games that aren't really Ponzi's because they tell you the rules. They're not built on fraud. Mm -hmm. So in normal speculation, you're betting on price. In these games, you're guessing how many people jump in after you. Right, so you take a hit when you get in, and then if another other people jump in after you, then you end up profitable. I don't suggest people play those games, but they exist and they're built on hex and they have some adoption. So, you know, people apparently want to play that stuff. Um, if so, I know some developers that are working on cool shit in hex, but I'm fearful to tell you about that because I don't want you to think that somehow if you do this thing, then you part of that development somehow, right? Mm. So I, I can tell you that I know of developers that are working on margin trading for Hex, but it's an ERC-20, so shit. I mean, you should be able to trade at a lot of different places at some point. That ecosystem just needs to evolve a little bit. Uh, I know that there's people who have already forked Tornado Cash to work for Hex, um, which is the anonymity thing. Uh, what else? I know that there's... an like for instance, the the hex website might uh, make it easier to see what's going on. Like right now, the home page is like a landing page, and then all the body you have to page down to see all the mm -hmm. cool text. But that home page landing page might be replaced with a cool video, which you know I've already published to the Twitter, and uh, a place to get Ethereum easily uh, with a credit card. Which you know right now you just go into uh, MetaMask and click deposit, and click wire, and you can put your credit card in there, pay three or four percent, and get the Ethereum pretty instantly. And this is another system called MoonPay that you know you just stick their widget on your website, and then you can get Ethereum very easily. So then you'd have like a chart, and you'd have easy Ethereum onboarding, and then easy converting that into Hex if you wanted to, kind of all right there. I mean, I there's just so much shit going there's on. A lot, there's a lot of interesting things being being built on Hex, but what about? I can tell you what I want to do after what's, Hex. What's his... After Hex is SciLife, yeah. which is uh, medical research, because it's the only thing that really matters. My life doesn't change. Yeah, the so... Audrey, 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 uh, Aubrey de Grey. Yeah. Is that Audrey de Grey? Yeah. Aubrey, uh, yeah, with a B. He, Aubrey, those Aubrey. initiatives, health is the only thing that matters. So look, Bitcoin goes yeah. up to 20K, Bitcoin goes down to 3K, nothing changes in my life. Hex isn't launched. Hex is launched. Nothing changed for me, right? Like, yeah, what was that deep mind? Remember that deep when they got deep mind and they mapped it to a, a chatbot and they asked it a bunch of, you know, philosophical questions. Um, and one of the questions was, "What's what's the meaning of life?" And then uh, deep mind said, "To live forever." And then we actually think about That's it. So that fucking sense, good idea! You know? Like, what a good idea! It's, I, the fucking thing like, answered what, what correctly. I got that information <laughs> when I was really, in elementary school. Some guy ran a website. That's what we're all trying to do, essentially, is, is you know... The smart ones, the stupid ones yeah. think that it's just going to suck. Well, if it just sucks, no. kill yourself. We're not making yeah. immortality. We're just making... Like, even if you get rid of all aging, you still die by accident at 600. It's yeah. that thing young people say, like, oh, I don't want to live forever. But then, you know, if you go and ask some 80-year-old, sign some wheelchair, 
try that. If they want to live yeah. longer, they'll say, yeah, I want to live longer. I don't want to be healthy. And they'll say, you should have got laid um, more. You should have like, fuck more high schoolers is like every 80 year old's answer. <laughs> I don't know what kind of 80 year olds I'm hanging out top with. Top uh, So like if, if you, uh, people when you're young, right? People will be at the gym. They're like, yeah, I don't want to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. And you're like, listen, don't worry about it. You'll never, ever, 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 no matter what you do, ever look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. So you don't have to worry no. about working out too hard. <laughs> and no. it's like the aging thing. It's like you don't ever, 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 ever have to worry about immortality, okay? It's not going to fucking happen. Try no. and get like an extra five years of, of health, extra health span out of research so that it can still keep working for your offspring and for the rest of the history of mankind and not just for you. Like if you get five years well, to diet, it can just help you. I mean, I think Aubrey's longevity escape velocity thing does include probably us. So we could we could technically live to a thousand. So sure. immortality yeah. might might be within within our reach. Things like Corona don't really help. The caveat uh, the caveat there really is do. that you have to cure everything. So to mm. get that year every year of rejuvenation, there's also this caveat that you also have to have cured cancer and heart disease and stroke and uh, <laughs> artery hardening and you know <laughs> there's like there's a lot of there's a long fucking the, list there. Yeah, there's a long list, but then it's the it's the, the quantity of engineers and scientists working on those problems. What's that statistic? There's more engineers and scientists alive working now, right now, than there ever has yeah. ever existed throughout the entire history. I, of the I didn't expect you to be talking about the most important thing in the world, far more important than crypto. I didn't know you were into this. Yes, this shit that you're <laughs> talking about now is the most important thing in the world. It is far more important than crypto. You can still get rich in it. And if you get rich in medical technology, the life you save might be your own. So if you can fucking stop staring at screens and stop staring at charts and stop building F1 race cars and all this other shit that's going on and fucking work on healing the humans, that's the best thing any human being can do is heal other humans and work on that technology. So that that is what is next for me. So I wrote two self-help books called Survive, How You Can Survive Through Science which is mostly just about how to actually get rich and get laid and, and do the things that guys care about with the end part being, okay, now that we got you where your cup floweth over, let's go get more of the shit now. Like let's stick around for a little bit longer because no one will just buy that, that book, right? You have to like sync up with them and then pivot them to what the good, the wholesome shit is. You can't start there. No one's going to buy that book. Right. <clears throat> I think it's a good way of um, framing it as well, because there's a lot of these people who, uh, you know, who maybe maybe on the bit more selfish side of things, um, they, they they don't think about something, say like climate change, for example. But then, I know, I don't if, give a fuck about climate change personally. But if, if you're going to live forever, isn't isn't isn't? But currently, I'm not. I'm a fat piece of old shit. Is where I'm at right now. Well, so. you're longevity at great velocity. If, if you believe in Aubrey, then you are going to live forever. Well. I mean, look at Ray Kurzweil and look how much older he looks every year. He looks about a year and a half older every year. So his longevity escape velocity ain't working so good for him. And he's the fucking lead bro for some shit at Google. And he's got his own mm. vitamins, the Ray and Terry vitamins and fucking, he ain't looking so good, man. Mm. So these people that are futurists and transhumanists, they're dying left and fucking right. And Aubrey's not looking much younger every year that passes. So I, the way that things are going right now, I have like absolutely no faith or certainty that I'm even going to make it to fucking 75 or 80 because it's just know. not, the shit's not. Oh, man, I think it's, um, yeah, I mean, science takes a long time and there's, there's a lot of marrying of technologies, the ability to kind of print organs. Um, I think that's a very hopeful 
uh, field of you know increasing longevity because most you're, people die from. You're going to need to print your brain because people here's yeah. another thing which is possible, realize. but it's, it's it's more and more people more and more people are realizing it's possible to map um, you know all the data which is in your brain into another brain, it. but it's just you really, can't you can't it's do just mind how how do you connect it together? That's the, the memory problem. is the meat. You um, can't do mind uploading. Like I'll send you a video on it. It's impossible. It crushes transhumanists because they're like, oh shit! I thought we could just. Oh no! But you can you can you can interface completely your brain with a, 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 a synthetic a computer, and then take the data and then re-upload mm. the data somewhere else. That could work. I've watched enough need, Black Mirror need, episodes. <laughs> yeah, you would need you would need extreme computation and then a gazillion tiny little you know neuron size. When 4chan hacks your soul, together. you're going to be very upset. Yeah. When a hacker sure named happens. 4chan hacks your soul, you're going to be super sad. But then that's the <laughs> other question, isn't it? Is like, does, does technology just get to the point where we just fucking destroy ourselves? Usually, like, yes. Is that why space that's the great is filter. Intelligence gets to a certain point and then it just destroys itself. So here's, um, here's uh, the fucking... It's called the great filter, and it basically is the age of the universe is old enough that we should be receiving radio transmissions from other sentient civilizations... Yeah that have already come and gone and vast enough and we don't get any of that. So either there's some fucking big wall in the way, stopping it from happening like star Trek, uh, next generation Q fucking, you know, sphere, uh, or, insulated. or something happens that stops the intelligent life from transmitting, uh, like destruction so it's yes unfortunately there's i mean i, I just read some elier Yudowski, you know uh he does a lot of research on ai and uh extinction level events and he says look uh, you know for 350 million the united states could prevent uh, could create enough high voltage transformers to withstand a solar flare that would literally knock out all of the electrical grid in the united states for two years so if you don't want to have massive starvation, they're, huh? They're also quite li likely those that level of solar flare as well. Sure. It's not like a yeah a far off sci-fi event. It's just right. like coronavirus, though, isn't it? So we're totally unprepared. Yeah, we're totally events. unprepared for these lower probability, very high horror level risks. And for three hundred fifty million, ain't shit. It ain't shit. No, they should do that instantly. They should instantly yeah. do that. Now uh, another thing. Hex, or rather Vitalik, he supports the Sun Foundation. He's given $6 million. So I consider him a man a fucking hero. You know, builds mm. free and open source software, codes hard as fuck, writes amazingly good articles. I mean, look, I read Vitalik's articles, and I don't understand some of what the fuck he's saying. He's too smart for me. And I'm a smart motherfucker. <laughs> Vitalik's smarter. So a guy that's given more to longevity research than me, smarter than me, you know, writes mm. more open source fucking code than me, I don't write no goddamn code. I respect the man. I respect the man greatly, and I think we need more guys like that. And who's who else is on his team? Peter Thiel gave him a hundred thousand dollars to skip college. He was a Thiel, uh, what do they call it? Thiel fellow, a Thiel fellow. Yeah. And what does Peter Thiel do? Invests in crypto, right? And who does Peter Thiel work with? Uh, his investment director, Eric, uh, Jewish dude. Curly hair, physicist. No idea. Can't remember his name. Weinstein, Eric Weinstein. So these guys are kind of all on the squad. I'm on that squad too, but they don't realize it because 
or maybe they do and they don't talk about it publicly or whatever. I want to work with these guys to create that better world where we have more influence over the material physical and can make, you know, everything is not digital, right? We need to be able to build shit. We need ventilators. We need production. We need transformers. We need fucking houses. We need real shit in the real world, right? Like protons, not just electrons. And, uh, those guys are kind of fucking on that level and working on that shit. And that's where I want to be. Right. So like, yes, making an amazing. Think, <clears throat> on Vitalik, while we're talking about him, why do you think, cause I think he kind of came out recently. I mean, only briefly saw something on Twitter. He's a bit acting come by eye. Like he wanted people to, to heal old wounds and start working together for the greater good. Why do you think that was met with such sort of skepticism and, uh, you know, from the Bitcoin community? Well, Everybody just wants to feel important. And so if you're not on somebody's team, the best way to feel important is to attack them and tear them down and to clout chase them. So when I was a Bitcoin maximalist, I would talk shit about, you know, how Ethereum rolled back the chain and how they lose all these hundreds of millions of dollars and whatnot. Right. Why get clout, get followers, right? I'm on this tribe. Right. And then it, what you end up with is people searching for disagreement because that's how they can get new followership and members. If you go into a thread and you click like, and you say, I agree, people aren't dying to be on that shit. seems weak to them. They're just not for it. Right? Like being agreeable and productive, people just don't fucking reward it. So what you see is a world where everyone's YouTube video is a weird face. Why? I don't fucking know, but there it is. YouTube face. If you don't do it, you, you won't get as many clicks. Enjoy. So we live in a world where clickbait is rewarded. If it bleeds, it leads. Dramatic bullshit is rewarded. Extreme statements with no gray area are rewarded. Tribalism is rewarded. Violence is rewarded. And things that are really productive, like teamwork and collaboration and moderation and, and you know, that shit just Also the, 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 the dialectic, so not being within your own echo chamber, this sort of block mute culture, which the maximalists um, encourage. Uh, you need to have an antithesis to whatever you're proposing so then you can, you know, your ideas can improve if you just lock you, yourself up in this little echo chamber. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's there's, there's value to, 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 to hushing out all the fuzz and the noise and the static. Um, I can see it, that. Argument. It's a hard one because I'm, I'm part of that culture too. Like, I'm probably like, I've blocked thousands and thousands of people because, mm. so I made a video top hat, leopard jacket. Cause my first videos are all about self-help, right? I've been retired since 2006, 2003. So fucking, mm. I've been retired a very, very long time. And I said, all right, well, I just want to make the world a better place. So I'm gonna try and improve people's lives and make videos on self-help stuff and write this book and shit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it didn't take off. It didn't go viral. So I'm just like, oh fuck. Well, you know, gonna have to try and do shit differently. So in one of those videos, it was, you know, you shouldn't censor people. You should, talk about controversial ideas and spread good ideas because more good ideas need spreading. And yeah, that's kind of true until you try and do it in the real world. And then in the real world, you're like, okay, people that follow me care about these things. And then these people commenting want to influence the world in a way that harms these people's interests. So if how many people post in my thread pictures of the BitConnect guy, everybody. It's hilarious. BitConnect guy is fucking hilarious. That whole thing was hilarious. And now the question is after that shit's like a couple years old now, 
what utility and value do those BitConnect pictures have to my audience that follows me for their interests? It doesn't have any, right? Like BitConnect was a fraud based on a lie about performing some arbitrage shit or whatever their particular scam of choice was. I think theirs might've been some lending shit. Uh, it was centralized and it turned off in a fucking moment. And Texas has nothing in common with any of that, right? Decentralized. I don't mm. matter. If I die, shit keeps working. Um, and so when you, when you look at the people that push this negativity, they're not making nuanced arguments. They're not being educational. They're not bringing up new points. They usually have a frog for a picture or a clown for a picture. And what I've noticed is that when you look at their post history, it's pure cancer across all platforms with everyone that they interact with. They're literally like a, a monotype of only trying to cause harm. And so when you run into people like that, the Bayesian of it is just like, do I allow this cancer to be here and try and win them over? Which I used to do, right? When we were smaller, I'd be like, okay, we're going to convert everybody. Haters would come in and be like, yeah, man, we got answers for all these questions. We've seen these for years. Everything that you got to say, we've already got a video and a fucking text response, and we call them with triggers. Oh, where's the ETH go? Exclamation mark ETH. Oh, what happens on the big payday? Uh, BNP or uh, BPD. What happens? Is a price going to dump on day 353? Exclamation mark dump. And it just is all fucking there, right? And so the issue is that now you're trying to convert one guy who's usually a wrecked pleb that doesn't want converted anyway, and he's cancering up and causing harm to the attention span of hundreds, if not thousands of people. And it's, it's just net loss for the world. So what I've discovered is that once you reach a certain scale, you have to mute and block every negative piece of shit that you run into, or you're harming the, the consciousnesses of every one of your other followers that has to endure that suck and it makes them angry and then they engage that and then more people see it because what you engage, more people see. So I see people post shit all the time that I would love to be like, yo, how stupid are you? Here, let me, let me show you how stupid you are. But I can't because then if I do that, now everyone else is paying attention to this fucking negative thing instead of controlling the narrative and focusing on the positive and, and, and pushing things into the world that are better. I'm defamed and libeled and slandered fucking hourly, hourly. And do I fight those guys and just start handing out lawsuits? Because I got enough money. I can just hand out lawsuits all day long. And mm. and then what, right? What am I going to get a judgment against a guy that lives in the basement? Was he going to go to the sub-basement now? No, he's already in the fucking basement. That judgment ain't going to be worth shit. So I could either spend my time trying to defend my fucking reputation, right? Or I could just go build more shit that people want and makes the world a better fucking place. Finish the Sci-Vive book. You know, like there's just so much more positive, successful things that you can achieve. Do, do you know how long my list is of people that fucked me that like I owe, like I owe their ass, right? Like you, you got some fucking coming to you. I got a long ass list, man, but I just don't have time to get to it because I'm too busy doing something better for the world. God forbid I, I run out of good shit think, to do. Those guys are going to get fucked. Nah, I mean, I don't think you're that kind of person. I think maybe you you you, you want to think you are, but I don't think you're uh, the sort of person who would be done to put it that way. <laughs> Depends on how easy it is, man. If you could press a button and I get mean, hands I mean, on people, me, you'd be to like... Me, to me, the classic was that... I mean, I would say that 
you will engage in the dialectic that that okay that you that, you know you will block people if they just post the, the BitConnect guy for the thousandth time. But I mean that that interview with Peter McCormack was a classic example. You know, he's just screaming scammer at you. And you were actually trying to engage him in conversation. I tried. You were actually trying to have a... And actually, yeah. out of all the um, interviews he did at that time uh, with the Maximalist tribe, um, I thought Jack Mazuka was probably the most successful just because he would actually like talk to you um, as opposed to just screaming scammer at you. My, uh, my favorite was, uh, was the dude that looks like a raccoon. The Indian is that, dude. Is that Peter McCormack, is it? No. The little Indian dude. Uh... I can't remember. Oh, Steve, uh, Steph Oh, but his Instagram yeah. was so shit. I'm oh, sorry for him, man. I fucking ruined him so badly. <laughs> he got trashed is... so badly that he said I turned his audio levels down. I listened I think... to it after his audio levels were fine. It, it was, it was, no, it was, it was quite, but I think the reason it's unbearable, so the maximalist mantra is a no true Scotsman, and you end up being, if you're Nobody listening knows what ideal. that means. You're going to have to tell them what and that you're, means. You're chasing it. When what the the the, the, the maximalist maximalism? No, was. I'm saying nobody listens knows well, what the no, no true Scotsman's fallacy is. So you got to tell them, or I'll tell them, whatever. Oh right, okay. Um, uh, so you know, no true Scotsman. So it's the con the constant argument that you can never find the, the 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 Scotsman. So you know, no true Scotsman would ever drink iron brew. So you're not a true Scotsman. No true Scotsman would ever do this. No true Scotsman would ever do that. And you can never actually you, you can never actually define what this thing. So no no true maximalist, Bitcoin maximalist would, you know entertain that some financial tool is being built on ethereum which is useful no true right. maximalist yeah. uh would you know own another altcoin or occasionally read some article written by vitalik no true you know no true max yep um so uh but it gets no true maximalist would eat vegetables you know it gets so ridiculous <laughs> after it, it did it got to the point where it's like in the maximalist handbook, what the fuck you eat vegetables, you fiat pig. Yeah. Um, yeah. You soy boy. Reinforce themselves in that little echo chamber when occasionally they step out of it, like Stefan Levere did in that particular thing where you, to speak to you, uh, a lot of their assumed like assumptions that, that, that on which completely wrong because you know logically it doesn't make any sense you can just just talk, just by talking to someone who's, who's outside of your small circle of people yeah. who've got a, a very specific worldview um this is the crap i get with the you know because obviously i'm the bitcoin socialist and um uh often you know I'll, I'll sort of challenge this idea that free markets can fix everything and they can't you should have free markets for once and you should have huh? fucking so first of all, most people don't understand free market means regulated market. That's what free yeah, market means. You can't free, market free market means not free. a regulated market. There's no such thing as a free market unless it's right. regulated. Yeah, because you'll have collusion and price fixing and fucking and sabotage. Yeah. But people forget that that was actually in the game. That shit used to be in the game, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, so I, I wish that people would see beyond yeah. their bag. Listen, none of you fuckers is important enough or has a wide enough audience to actually hurt the price by telling the fucking truth, okay? When you yeah. tell the truth, no one's out there like fucking opening up short positions and shit. And if they do, they're going to get wrecked because the shorts always get wrecked because it's easier to go up than down. Uh, it, it's like, just fucking tell the truth, man. You know, there's some shit that sucks. There's some shit that's good. You don't have to live in some fantasy world and pretend like, like crypto has adoption or something no yeah i mean we're, we're, we're all just experimenting as well like 
Bitcoin, it is an experiment. Like Ethereum is an experiment. Hex yep. is an experiment. It's all, exp it's all new. And we're doing new things with these technologies. And to completely dismiss, I don't know, any project. Um, uh, I, I, mean, I think it's about the metrics. If you, if you're... the exception of during the ICO period when some of them, when they were like off the shelf. That you shit know, was scamming. Uh, WordPress. Yeah, it's that scammy as fuck. But like when someone's trying to do something which is original and like, you know, I'm yeah. not, I'm not like crazy about Hex or anything, but I will say it's an original approach. Uh, so let me, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Which exists in the financial, in the financial markets now. So what do you, what um, do you think the most popular product of the bank is? In banking. Hmm? Your bank, probably your bank, where you thing, use your, the, your the, bank. The, what do you CF, think the most the popular CF, product yeah. is? They'd probably be the CF, is it CFTs or CFTs? Well, it's probably, or the, or probably the savings account. Used to be maybe second to the savings account be the checking account, but no one writes checks anymore. So I'm going to say, I think one of the top two or three products at your bank is the CD, the time deposit, because people want to save money and make a little bit more interest. So is anyone in the blockchain built a time deposit? No. Well, I did. Should we replace that shit? Should we, should we take it out of the hands of the bank and put it in the hands of people? Yeah. Okay. Well, how should it work? Well, if you lock your money up longer, you get paid more, just like the bank. If you get over a hundred grand, you get a jumbo loan, you get paid more, just like the bank. So we just took the fucking thing that works at the bank, the probably second most popular product there, and just put it on a blockchain. Okay, well now you put it on the blockchain and no one uses it. Okay, so you want to get people to use it. How do you do that? Pump a mentals. They got to see that there's, you know, the supply is being reduced by people staking it, burning it, just like EIP-1559 in, uh, in uh, Ethereum, or just like... Uh, People have done in Bitcoin, you know, they burnt coins for the XCP launch. They burnt 2000 BTC. You know, people understand that coin burning uh, increases scarcity. What do you think the happening is? Just increases scarcity. Okay, so people want scarcity. Okay, so we give them that, right? Or how else do we get people to get it? Referral program. Amazon's got one. Tesla's got one. Scams fucking have them. Okay, let's put a referral program there. Should we make it multi-level so it's like a super scam? No. Single level. Single level. No multi-level, right? So you just, I built the fucking CD that's in the real world. I put it on the blockchain and I put some shit around it so people would use it. That's it. But everyone's having like a fucking heart attack. Like there's some type of goddamn super villain fucking, it's just the same thing that's at your bank. You lock up your coins, you get interest. The longer you lock, the more you get. There's penalties if you fucking eject early, except in, in Hex, the stakers get benefited by the penalties and the bank, just the bank wins, right? And they're like, oh, well, nobody's really borrowing. Eh, but are, aren't they though? When you lock up your coins, doesn't that increase the value of the other coins that are on the market because you've removed supply? So in a supply demand chart, if you've got static or increasing demand and you remove supply, doesn't that virtually lend the value to the coins that are still on the market? And isn't that fair? Isn't that why we have vesting periods in companies where you can't sell your stock early? Yes, that is exactly why we have vesting periods in companies. So the things that work in the real world, I just took them and put them on hacks. But for some reason, it just makes people have a heart attack. I got on fucking, I don't get I it. Think, I think it was probably, I think it was be because they saw you as like, you know, the maximalist uh, guy uh, like something. a peer, like one, a, a maximalist type peer. Yeah. And then for you to, to, yeah. to sort of flip almost yeah. um, and go full Ethereum, full hacks, yeah. it almost felt like, um, I mean, I think for those people, they felt like they were betrayed in some way. I gave them a couple um, of years of good talking. I told them. I said, listen, anybody in the world that's got an audience is better off making a token. Why? Because even if it's a bad fucking token, you're going to make a lot more money. So what do you have happen? Their fucking hero, uh, Trace Meyer, 
he's got his little fake token now. <laughs> no. What's that? that? I mean, no, the, the mumble wumble. That's uh-huh. uh, mumble wumble. Trace Mayer is just, he's just interested in like the most censorship resistant form of money you can make and Mimblewimble makes sense because it is interesting technology but but it's a tire it's a hundred percent he got a lot of shit for it and like i thought how fickle is the quote-unquote bitcoin community like the fact that he just the dude he just talked about it a little bit you know and (laughs) and then samson mao samson mao wears a maximalist hat right blocked me on twitter girlfriend blocked me on twitter why the fuck was girlfriend blocked me on twitter i ain't posting on her shit i ain't posting on either of these motherfuckers shit but they blocked me on twitter how (laughs) are you gonna wear a maximalist hat And then put $100,000 in the ERC-20 project to do margin trading. How are you going to do that? And then and be an advisor as well, I believe. How are you going to wear the maximalist hat and sell it for sale? Toxic maximalist hat. Buy an ERC-20s. You, mother, you need to eat I shit for that. Like- I'm getting shit every fucking day. You need to eat shit too, buddy. Hop up to the remember- buffet. Do you remember? Do you remember? I can't remember when it was. Uh, ooh, maybe like 2014, 15, something like that. Where Bitcoin was actually... They, they were quite pleasant and reserved and they, they wouldn't go out and attack um, altcoin projects. And then some when all the ICO stuff started to happen, there was this emerging retaliation you know why? from Bitcoin. You know why? It's not there before. Uh, you, do you know why? Because they were making more money. Motherfuckers oh, right. hate I, it when you make more money than them. They hate it. Hate I it. Don't know. I hate I think, it. I, think, I don't no, like when people I make think, more money than me. I think, nah, I think predominantly it was because a lot of them were clear scams. And they were they were very scammy so i think that's why there was this retaliation but it got out of control um on this sort of maximalist meme you know but that but that see here's why i disagree with that xrp 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 preceded all that shit motherfuckers hate xrp matter of fact i i feel like i hate xrp but i don't actually have a good reason to feel that way like, it's like I'm trained over years of maximalism to just hate XRP, but in reality, it's fast. It works. No one's lost their money on that shit. Like, what, what do you want? Okay, the price chart's the fucking worst. Fine. But it also pumped harder than anything else ever. So, like, you know, maybe I shouldn't hate that shit, right? Like, you, you have to revisit your fucking feels. I think that means Yeah. So my, my position is I don't think that good, the Maximals he, hated he, 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 just ICOs. I think they hate anything that made more gains than they did. Because <clears throat> XRP wasn't a fucking ICO. So I think, yeah, I mean, I I, I feel like they, they just felt that they needed to try and tell the world that a lot of these things are scams. But the problem is when you get into that mode, it's like... Um, so, so are they stops. telling anybody you know, about call, blockchain if selling? If you, call like 95, if you call like 95% of startups, startups if you call 100% of startups a scam... 95% of the time, you're going to be right because sure. 95% of the time they, they yeah. fail and they're, they're just, they are a scam. But then 5% of the time, some good stuff comes through yeah. and it, it works. And um, so, so, yeah. I, I don't like making enemies, right? So I don't like exchanges. But you know what? It would be pretty cool if Hex was able to get on exchanges to help take the fucking funds out of there to safer places with non custodial, right? I don't particularly like what's going on with uh, Blockstream selling cloud mining and taking developers and putting them on private projects so they can stay in business and pay their rent and shit. I'm not exactly excited about that, but I understand why they had to do it, right? They got bills to fucking pay. It's a tragedy of the commons. Okay. But, you know, this this fact that if you try and talk about centralized exchanges, people yell at you and get angry because they got accounts there. If you try and talk about stable coins being fucked up, like DAI isn't the dollar, that shit's fucked up. And uh, when a price crashed, people were getting liquidated for nothing, 
which I predicted mm. there'd be problems in a big price crash. No one to listen. Uh, you know, whenever I try and talk about some things that could be improved, you just get unfollowed, unliked, muted, censored. People don't want to hear the fucking truth. That shit's gross to me, man. Like, make an alternative account and at least admit some fucking truth or some shit. Blockstream shouldn't be selling cloud mining. That's a fucking obvious conflict of interest. They should have at least not put it under the same umbrella and had a fake fucking dude run it and with a new name or some shit, like at least make a fucking effort to not look like collusion and shit. That don't make no goddamn sense. Everything's about decentralization. So the guys that build the code also sell you the mining and also try and take your fucking uh, customers away into their own private thing that has extra features. They could have been free and open source, but yo, fuck that. Let's private source that shit. It's like, yeah, come on now, guys. Like, <laughs> this ain't good. None of that's good, right? That's all bad. But do you hear anybody talking you know, about I mean, it? If, no. Often if you have like a proprietary arm and a free open source arm to um, to something, I mean, you, you get it a lot in free and open source projects. There'll be like an enterprise arm business steps on people's toes and it's always self because businesses are self-interested they want to make money well i'll give you another um uniswap uniswap love it open source no token duct taped onto it works fucking amazing so now they've got a v2 okay so they took venture capital money okay so what did they do they had an option to take 20 percent of the the fees uh, what do you think is going to happen you think that option is going to get turned on at some point yeah yeah it is right so they went from free and open source and fucking awesome to taking some VC money, and now they got to take twenty percent of the fucking fees. Eh. I mean, it's not that great. It's okay. I mean, I still like it, but like, you know, as soon as you take that VC money, you're gonna turn evil, right? Just like Google used to have that advertisement that says "Do no evil." They removed it. They get rid of it. They don't say that shit anymore. Google no longer has a "Do no evil" policy. Well, hmm. <laughs> If you got rid of the do no well, evil you, policy, you, what did you replace it with? Do a little bit a of evil policy. If you're, if you're a, for profit, a for profit company, then, you know, that's, well, you know, in order to be a good company, then you're for profit. So, you know, that's the thing which is important. Um, so there, there will always be that conflict of interest because sometimes the, the thing which is important to the free and open source project isn't necessarily the thing which is important to your company. Yeah. Um, if you want to make Bitcoin better, I mean, I you need goddamn security stream. audits. You need Pardon? security audits. Hire Trail of Bits, pay their $400 an hour, and have some goddamn security auditors look over the fucking Bitcoin code. That's what you guys need to do. Pay security auditors to audit your code for security so you don't get another fucking inflation bug that has to be found by a Bitcoin Cash developer who tells you about it instead of exploiting it. Hex had three audits done by two different companies. I'm just a single guy. Why don't you guys get your fucking trillion zillion goddamn dollars that you got and put together some fucking money for some security audits for the software that allows you to have all your trillions and zillions of fucking dollars. It's really a no-brainer, really. And, and if you want to be tricky about it, you could fund it using the Lighthouse Protocol that fucking Mike Hearn wrote in 2012 before he ejected that allows you to, like, you know, I'll lock funds and you'll lock funds, and then the funds will become unlocked if enough people have locked up or whatever the fuck. Like, so... <laughs> I mean, people, people do try and make you know organizations which will support bitcoin in that way but then inevitably they're centralized centralizing forces Wait, that doesn't uh, matter that doesn't matter as long as the audit gets done it doesn't matter if it gets paid for by a centralized entity or not that is irrelevant what is no, relevant is that the goddamn work gets done by the way yeah. 
Let's talk about Bitcoiners that left that shit behind. Mike Kern ejected. That was dumb of him. He went onto that private blockchain, which is useless. That's stupid. But uh, Gavin Anderson, I see him in the fucking Tornado Cash chat room talking about building wallets that have ZK snarks in it. That's pretty cool, right? Because he used to be the lead Bitcoin guy. Um, Andres Antonopoulos, he didn't sign up for no monogamous relationship with Bitcoin. So how many people hated him when he wrote that uh, Mastering Ethereum book? Mastering Ethereum, yeah. A lot of hate. A lot of hate, right? And what is all that hate getting people? It's just driving people out of the community. It's just driving the fuck away. Why am I not more friendly to Bitcoin right now? Because y'all talk mean as shit. Y'all vocal minority is making me want to say bad goddamn things. And I'm still, you can see I'm still pretty chill. Like I'm not... I could be talking about AXA and some fucking conspiracy theory. I could... See, this is the, this is, <clears throat> so this maximalist reaction to scams or whatever, it ended up becoming an attack vector. That it's something which pushes people away. And there's plenty, and then plenty of people will say, well, if they can't see good in Bitcoin and value in Bitcoin, you know, regardless of this maximalist meme or regardless of some of the people who are a bit more outspoken, then they shouldn't be playing with Bitcoin. It's like, no, it's bollocks, man. Like, <laughs> drive away the moderates. Want- we only want yeah, the fucking want... guys that don't have any new money. People don't realize if you are all in Bitcoin, you are a piece of shit that can no longer help the price. You're an asshole. You don't have any more money to buy with, so you can't help the price. If you're all in Bitcoin and you don't have a job and you're fucking living off your Bitcoin, selling it, you're like a miner. Miners don't buy Bitcoin. They fucking sell it. They sell Bitcoin. If you're all in Bitcoin and just holding your bag, you're not helping the price. You're hurting the fucking price. We need people with jobs and income and money to keep buying this shit because it keeps getting inflated every fucking day, $500,000 an hour. That's what we need. Every time I see somebody say, I'm all in crypto, I think, well, the crypto's fucked. There's another guy selling every day. <laughs> How about you don't call in crypto? You stay fucking employed and then you can keep buying crypto, right? People don't realize what you need. What you need is new people which is why new narratives are so important. Bitcoin ate up the fucking digital currency, libertarian stake and gun shit and emptied those guys out. They didn't have any money left, which is why Ethereum could come along and tap a new narrative, which is Kumbaya world computer, decentralized organizations and get all that VC soy boy money that wasn't already emptied out yet. But then they emptied those motherfuckers out, got a nice 95% drop. And so then the next pump that you got was from the Ponzi scheme guys. They just reached out to people that never had heard of crypto before. Plus token, uh, cloud token, BitConnect, all those guys emptied the fuck out everybody, right? And then they're wrecked. They don't have any money left. So the libertarian guys broke. VC Kumbaya guys broke. Uh, Novogratz, that portfolio ain't looking so good. <laughs> A lot of negative in there. And then uh, Ponzi dudes wrecked. And so now what you're looking for is the next group of non-wrecked people that still have savings and income to blow up the next fucking speculative bubble is, is how this game works. <clears throat> oh, by the way, here's the funny thing. We're here to replace the banks. Oh, shit. We're going to get on CME. We're going to suck banker dick. Please list us. Please, please buy our bags. Please, we'll do everything. And then 42% of all Bitcoin is in 2,000 addresses. Totally decentralized, bro. <laughs> It's like, you're like the fucking duality. You're like, so you hate the banks, but you'll suck their dicks for their money. And you fucking love decentralization, but 42% of coins is in 2,000 addresses. 
and you know you hate pumpamentals and fucking things that go up in price, but you love that havening, which only exists to pump the price. Period. And you fucking you love anonymity, but I see all you motherfuckers signing up with Gmail addresses, email addresses. It's all Gmail email addresses. And they read your fucking email, and you're just like, this everybody's full of shit. I mean, like it's totally, like there's very little fucking truth speaking out there. Like it's crazy to me. Do you feel so, that you flipped? from bitcoin to ethereum or do you feel that you just kind of like broadened you know, i don't and give a fuck what the technology access. is i just want the results you know what i'm saying I, just want it to work. I want the results man try and send a couple bitcoin transactions in a row give it a shot you're gonna have to start editing settings and start clicking buttons like spend unconfirmed coins and shit because it just doesn't work try spending a couple monero fucking sends in a row You'll be there forever. Wait 16 minutes to unlock coins. Okay. I guess I'll just wait. No, I, I, I hate I hate on-chain transactions. I hate on-chain transactions in pretty much... Try, try doing an Ethereum. Even, even in Ethereum, it's, it it's fast. It only takes a 13-second block time, so it's fast. But when you queue up transactions, they can't run in parallel. They can only run in series. And so then you learn. You're like, okay, well, which one of these do I have to unlock? The first one. Okay, so I have to pay an extra fee on the first one, which is nice that you even have a speed up option. Ain't no fucking speed up option in Bitcoin. You ever seen a speed up option? I ain't never seen it, but there is an Ethereum. You, you, shit's going slow. Click speed up, pay 10% more, and your fucking shit will go faster. It's, so you want a 10 minute block you or can a 13 do that. second you block? Can, you can, you can, you can, pay you can but it's not in the wallet, so you can't. You can, can but it's not in the wallet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, if, if you're if you're no, a developer I mean, and you write your own I, application, I, sure, you can do I it. As I said before, I, I don't I don't feel that you know peer to peer transactions are really what a, a, a Bitcoin transaction or any blockchain chain transaction is actually for. I think blockchain transaction is just a I don't know. It's it's it's, it's a, a secure moment in time which you can peg a lot of things to. So I want yeah. you know one transaction, one Bitcoin transaction to equal. You know, thousands of lightning transactions and then some smart contracts and whatever else. Um, try try, and, try and, and send a, a batch send in any of these softwares. And no, you're like, oh, yeah. so I have to write a smart contract to do a batch send. It's just not a feature yeah. of the client. Because who would want to send money to more than one person with this programmable money? Like, hey, can I, can I program it to go to a certain time? No, fuck myself. Okay, so it's just fuck myself. Like anything that I would want to do that would be useful, I could just fuck myself basically. Uh, is there any automatic in Ethereum? Can, can I have a can Can I pay to have an alarm clock wake me up? No, there's no automatic. Well, well, goddamn! <laughs> like this is fucking this is a shitty world computer that I'm working with here. See, so you, you, you figure out tricks. You're like, okay, we'll have the next guy pay for the fucking last guy's thing, and then the next guy is more current, and then you hope that there's always yeah, the next guy. Hot, and you're just hot. like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then you then you're like you issue a payment. And you're like, okay, well, did the payment actually go through? Well, it said it went through. Yeah, but did it get orphaned? And so you have to run your own database to track the immutable censorship resistant database to see whether your fucking transaction just got dropped or whether it's still there. And now you've got to run two databases. And you're like, this sucks. This is a shitty, shitty, shitty thing to develop in. And you have to build all of this so much stuff to work around it all. Right? Like, mm. people don't understand how shitty the blockchain is until you start it's trying terrible. to build on it and you're like everything mm. sucks everything sucks mm. it's it's a fucking nightmare the the price that you pay for that censorship resistance is extremely fucking high <clears throat> 
Is there any audience like and questions? It's Are we live on your show? And it's, and it's, uh, it's burden on the on the environment as well as we've already covered. So it's um, the amount of energy in which it consumes. Hey, the good uh, news is you yet. can make 93x in fucking 118 days. That's the good news. So everything well, else yeah, can suck. I'm, I'm yeah, okay with yeah, that. Yeah. If that's, I mean, if that's what, so, you know, all these technologies give people different solutions for different problems. Um, and if that's something people are in different problems, in, uh, <laughs> huh? they also give them different problems and they give them different problems yeah. and headaches. Yeah. So that's what, this is what's hard about listening to me is that I will, I will tell you the truth and it will hurt. And then I'll tell you who gives a fuck. Cause the price just blows up insane anyway. So it's like, yeah, all this shit sucks. Oh wait, hold on. Let me give you a little framing error trick. Look how early we are guys. Imagine when it doesn't suck so horribly. Then imagine what the price will be. I, I, those framing errors, bro. It's just like, so, so it's either moon or cheap coins. There is no negative state. Okay. No. <laughs> like nothing bad I can think, happen. I think, I think given time, I think you've lost your patience, uh, with the, with the software. Um, and, uh, and also the, just the, the, the adoption. I think that the, the, the current crisis we're in will, uh, make some of this stuff more relevant in the, in the world. Uh, do you not think that there'll be kind of just a, a broader want for uh, private censorship-resistant digital money because of the current crisis we're in? I, I think that that desire will always be 5% of the I want to get rich appeal. Because if like, how much money do you spend on things that you're worried that people will know that you spent that money on them? It's either drugs or porn, and you just don't spend, if you're normal human, that significant a portion of your wealth on that shit. Now, how much of your wealth do you save? Probably a much larger portion if you're in the West. And then you've got, so like only 5 or 10% of your disposable income needs this shady, hidden bullshit. And then the rest is, yeah, I wish I had more money to do shit that I don't mind people knowing me doing it, right? So this, this speculative appeal is always more important than the actual features in use case. Like being a being an anonymous PayPal, maybe that's worth like ten billion dollars, maybe. Maybe it's worth couldn't twenty the, billion. The, what's the, the market cap of Bitcoin? One eighty? Couldn't the speculation <laughs> be there to kind of bootstrap users and community though? So that sure. people obviously do make money and yeah, you have to. But that, that's that the only way you're gonna get people to install these fucking wallets. Hmm? That this oscillating cycling bubble of new narratives, having all their money consumed, creating a blow off top, dumping 85%, weekends getting shaken out, and then making new all-time highs and doing it over and over again. This is the only way that we can pump up enough liquidity to be a useful real currency with actual internal sure, circular you're, you're, streams. That's the only way to get there. So it's a each, shitty, each it's time, shitty, it's ugly, it's have, painful, but it's how yeah. you get to that global ubiquitous, everyone has a wallet and everybody can be efficient now. That's the only way to get there, unless Facebook could could get us there quicker, which they could. Which they really could. I'm not completely against, by the way. Are you, you, I mean, Libra to me, I was actually quite excited about it, just as an experiment and as a as, as it could it help would, people have a better form of money. It will help everyone get into crypto, and then they'll be like, "Oh, so I've got this cool stable coin. What about the make me rich coin? I like being rich." So it it will get everyone in there, right? It's like a gateway. The volatility will become less um, just with volume, then. Just the idea that the Andreas, you know, I'm a little guppy in the ocean and there's a big boat, which is a dollar. And do you think that Bitcoin, as it has more value locked up in it, will inherently just become less volatile? 
This assumes that Bitcoin's price is going to continue to make all-time highs, which I hope that it does because the rising tide rises all ships. If Bitcoin's price goes up, all the crypto prices go up. Yeah. If Bitcoin's price takes a shit and stays taking a shit, either everything else is going to have to take a shit too, which would make a sad Richard, or uh, there's going to have to be a flippening. Um, and that's it. Those are only three options, right? So I, yeah. I am not happy that Bitcoin decided to not be a safe haven asset and dump harder than the stock market and drop 65% in like a week. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not happy with that. I'm very unhappy yeah. with that because I thought there'd be a bounce. Truthfully, I thought, okay, China, like Singapore had it covered. China had it covered. It isn't going to be that big a thing. We'll wait for it to bounce. 404 bounce, not found. <laughs> wrecked. Everybody wrecked. Perma wrecked. And then, you know, okay, now we have a bounce, which we had this in 20K. To, we had a 20K drop. After the first drop from 20K down to like. I think it was 11, like it, it was. A, it was it was a sell, sell everything, get cash, and and you know make sure you're you, you can buy what you need to be able to get through the crisis moment for a lot of investors, for a lot of people. You know, just wanted gold went up. I, I um, think I think I think majority of this is over leveraged. Everything everybody was leveraged, and then yeah. when the, everything bubble pops, you get margin called, and you have to sell everything to to try and maintain some of yeah, your position. Hard. So like so more of a, 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 a you know with each kind of like price pump um, and then drop. The bedrock gets bigger, you know. There's the amount of people at the bottom who aren't going to sell, and um, it feels like it gets a little bit you bigger. Know, or at least, I the... mean, look, that sounds good, but you you just the price is too fucked up. It dropped eighty five percent, and then it dropped seventy five percent within the fucking yeah. year. Like, it did eighty five, and then one year later, it went up from three k to fourteen, and then it dropped seventy five. That's not acceptable, man. That's not okay. It's terrible. No. So people mm. like stock to flow. You're like, oh, stock to flow, stock to flow. What? Okay, mining mining's expensive. Okay, well, why did we get seventy five percent drop in seven fucking days? Okay, uh, stock to flow, inflation happening. You know, inflation's going down. Okay, well, why does the price chart look like hot garbage? Like, what the fuck? Are you guys looking at a different chart? This shit is pure fucking cancer. This is the worst. Like, people forget this technical analysis bullshit means nothing compared to new That's people crazy. buying the coin. You need people yeah. to buy the fucking coin. You need to buy it. And all the people that already bought it, they can't buy anymore. Or they could get leveraged and fucking liquidated, right? How many people do you think survived the one-week fucking epic drop? Not many long survived that, dude. I mean, if you were fucking... If you were 1x long, your shit got liquidated. 1x in the world of margin trading is considered pretty fucking conservative by most people. Even though it's actually not. 1x is actually a lot of leverage. Most people don't think it is. Most people think like 3x is low leverage. And 1x is like no leverage is what they feel like. But in reality, 1x is fucking a lot of leverage. So I I care about the chart. I care about the price. And a lot of the shit people say, it's just not fucking true. If, if we should be onboarding new users faster, we should have new retailers opening up. We should have new ATMs opening up. We should have new technological innovations. We should have more fucking everything. That's how shit's supposed to work in a technology company. In a technology company, everything's getting fucking better all the time. You go to, you play fucking League of Legends, new characters come out all the time. New events come out all the time. Filling up fucking stadiums, doing billions of dollars a year in sales every fucking year. Progress, constant. And that shit is just not happening in, in Bitcoin. You could say it's no. happening in Ethereum that there's 
so much new shit going on. I would, I would, I would say, I mean, again, I'm biased because the Lightning Network stuff, but <clears throat> I would say that Bitcoin kind of had this censorship resistant store of value, pretty shitty money experience, but better, you know, if you're doing like, um, you know, international payments, for example, then it's kind of good for that. Here's the funny uh, thing. How censorship resistant is it though, right? So like the child porn guys, they used to not really get fucked up from the Bitcoin end, but apparently now they're getting fucked up from the Bitcoin end. Like the, they're, 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 they're sending the fucking money to like Coinbase and then they're going to fucking jail over that shit. And so it's like, it's not actually censorship resistant payment. You will fucking go to jail. The I mean, only at, thing... at one time, yeah, at one time before people kind of caught onto the technology, right. you know, and it was, you know, for a little while, while, while it was sure. just confused, you know. Yeah. And then the dark nets are just stupid. They don't even um, use Monero. But, You're like, why? Why but, not? Why not? Use Monero. No, no, I, I love Monero. It's great. It's I don't great. get it. Um, but uh, I think now with Lightning Network stuff, I don't know. I, I can kind of like, I know a bunch of games developers, for example, are kind of building uh, like, I'd love to pay a very small amount, go kill some people. And then if I win, I get the, the payout. That'd right. be cool. You know, and like an yeah. instant payout, I can get into my wallet. It would be cool. And it's an instant transaction. So that's cool. kind of utility, which I think could kind of drive some adoption, yeah. just particularly if like, you know, the, I mean, even the game. I hope Lightning works. Brilliant. I hope it does. Yeah. I think, I think you could use some more people building on I it. Think I mean, there's well. like but, um, eight people building on it, like eight, eight guys that are qualified. Nah, it's pretty busy, man. There's like yeah, four... the development community. The development community on Lightning is very similar to the development community on Ethereum. There's a lot of people building all sorts of stuff. Because the last time I checked, there was Lightning Labs that had the nice lady, super fast talking black dude, whose name I can't pronounce, you know, and like Lightning. maybe two or three other employees. There were them, and then there's Jack Mahler who has, I think, the Zap Wallet, and then I don't know yeah. anybody else. So for me, it's like six or seven people. Are there a lot more guys now? Well, I mean, so you're talking, talking so like developing with Ethereum, Lightning. Yeah, so I mean, you're talking about the protocol level yeah. stuff, aren't you? I suppose. Yeah. Because um, uh, this yeah, shit's this supposed wire. to be released already for like a long fucking. Are you time on the now, like... Are you on the Lightning mail? Must be probably not no. on the Lightning mailing list. If you got the Lightning mailing list, it's pretty busy. There's a lot of discussion okay. on that. Well, um, good developers working on, and there, there are different developers too to to, to Bitcoin. Yeah. Well, there's some crossover from the Bitcoin. I think Rusty Russell the, the might application. Have done some. It's very similar to Ethereum, like the the like the applications used for for Hex. Um, what's it called? MetaMask. Yeah, that kind of stuff seems to be being developed on, on Lightning much more UI. Okay. Good, cool. good. Um, Look, that, that's that's probably the I best thing that... I can think of going on in Bitcoin, other than Taproot and yeah, I would N say Nimble that's partly would because, be cool too. That's partly because it's a much hasn't kind of got that snootiness, which a lot of, a lot of the Bitcoin Dev community acquired at one point, you know. Um, because well, it's just so hard to not fuck up the code because it's spaghetti code that you have to have that snootiness or you introduce a bug and they still introduce bugs, even though they, you know, have a high developer pedigree, they need like the Bitcoin core code needs made to be modular and needs fucking audited. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, it needs it. It's not that expensive. Satoshi, Satoshi's code was, was renowned for being sloppy, wasn't it? And messy and yeah. clunked together. And um, that was a mistake. He went in and then fixed all that up and tried to modularize it. But uh, no, it's, it's still, it's still, it's still a mess. Um, yeah. And it can be fixed and it can be worked on, but it just, it, it's, you it takes nine months to train, to be able to make your first useful commit. Yeah. Because the, the software is complicated. That's fucking yeah. hard, yeah. man. But it's also the technologies are complicated too. 
Yeah. Um, uh, so you're working on hard problems, which is, again, actually kind of so, fills me some confidence can, for Bitcoin. Let me throw this in there. People think, pe- people don't realize Hex is more secure than Bitcoin. They think it's impossible. It's not. It's actually very easy. The last big bug Bitcoin had was a consensus bug where anyone could mint as many free coins as they wanted that was introduced by an optimization to the network stack, making the network stack more efficient, a little bit faster, a little bit late, less latency, introduced a consensus bug because there are two. That was John Newbury, wasn't it? That, that huh? was John Newbury, wasn't it? That was John Newbury. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So that happened and is likely to continue to happen because there's no modularity. Hex has its consensus code isolated in an uneditable smart contract that you can't accidentally fuck up. So that modularity and those audits that we have make it much, 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 much harder to have an inflation bug in Hex than in Bitcoin, which is why Bitcoin has had two and Ethereum has had none ever. And Hex is even more unlikely than Ethereum or Bitcoin to have one because that particular bit of code is isolated and uneditable. That's progress, right? So audits plus modularity makes a more secure system. And being on a system that's never had that form of fucking bug anyway, it, it it's advantageous. But people people don't they just think whoever has the highest hash rate is the most secure. And Bitcoin is not going to be attacked by that vector. Bitcoin is going to be attacked by bugs. And that's all the problems it's had. When has Bitcoin ever had a fucking hash rate attack? Hasn't had one. So people, if you care about security, you got to go to where you can actually get results and the results are in audits and in developers and in, uh, fuzzing and, uh, you know, like there's a lot of shit you can do to make stuff work better. But I mean, Bitcoin does have, does have a big bug bounty. You know, if you can, if you can hack Bitcoin, then you can get yourself some Bitcoin. So that's an involuntary bug bounty. Everyone's opted into it, whether they want to be or not. (laughs) It's the world's biggest involuntary bug bounty. Bitcoin's pretty secure. I mean, the inflation bug was this. It was really sucky. Um, there could be any worse than that. Bitcoin Cash developer found it. Um, By the way, I mean, if you guys ever want to keep the money you steal, if you ever want to keep you, the you, money you steal. Do you remember ahead. the time when, and it wasn't that long ago, when anyone who spoke about Bitcoin always started with the caveat, it's just an experiment. It might all go tits up. Everyone might lose That everything. was just Gavin. Gavin said that shit a lot. I never said that shit. <laughs> Did you not? I mean, I, I, remember, I remember hearing it. And saying, I don't think it is an experiment. I think it's been around 10 years and has many billions of dollars in it. I think, I think it's fucking. You think it's post-experiment, naturally, fully functional? Uh, yeah, for me. Maybe I'm running at a faster speed or something. I just like, I, 10 years is enough out of experiment phase for me. You know, we know what this okay. does. We know how it behaves. We've got a lot of chart history. Um, for me, it's not an experiment. Um, Hex was more of an experiment. How many people would claim? I have no idea. What would the price do? No fucking idea. What will it do from here? No idea. I didn't know 93X in 118 days. It seems unreasonable to me. That seems like, uh, <laughs> like what? Really? So how many, how many, how many Bitcoins were, um, uh, 200,000 were claimed. Do you know the volume of Bitcoin, which was essentially kind of claimed? 200,000 Not- coins, 200,000 BTC over wow. 27,000 addresses. And uh, so you can go to hex.vision and make your own custom reports on any metric you want. It's a whole uh, Kibana instance, which is built to make graphs and reports and shit. And he just took all of the hex data and input it in there. And he's got 
three pages of dashboards you can look at for different metrics. So, you know, who's the top referrer? Who paid the most penalties? Uh, who's claiming and when are they claiming? And you have to see the moving average and you see the bubbles for every day for how many claims were that day. And so you saw like a whole shitload of people claim in the beginning and then it trailed off and then we made a bottom and then it blew up again. And so now the claims are rising with the value. You, we've got real-time feed where you can see when people claim on hex.live. You can click feed. We've also got a Twitter feed called Whale Hex that tells you when people fuck themselves with fees or make a big stake or end a big stake. We've got a visualization called hexviz.xyz, which will show you with visual and audio anytime someone stakes or claims or does anything. And it just has these little things you can drag and throw around and, and play with. Uh, so when I say we have the best stats in crypto, we literally have yeah. the best stats in crypto. You can see everything and you can verify it and audit it. And it's fucking great. And dude, it's free. Like you should have a referral link. If someone clicks your referral link, they get 10% bonus when they mint their free coins and you get 20% on top of their stack plus their bonus. So the currency inflates 32% to pay both you guys and it's fucking free. And you can transform Ethereum directly into Hex if you want. No counterparty risk, no AML, no KYC. And you could, uh, it's, it's fucking free. Now, why is it free? Because I believe that, and you can see that it worked. So you can look and you can see, okay, these guys claimed, and then this guy bought. And so the address that he used to claim with now has more Hex than he claimed, which means he bought it. And so this guy buying it made up for all these other freeloading cocksuckers who may eventually buy, right? So it's a freemium product. So just like I got Bitcoin for free by double-clicking and EXing my computer, and then they got my real money because I liked the performance of it. I liked, okay, so I gave it to me for free, and then I liked it, and then I bought more. So Bitcoin used to have freemium onboarding when you can mine it with GPU or when you can mine it with CPU, but now it doesn't have that anymore, which is why other coins that still can be mined on GPU get that freemium onboarding experience for the hobbyists and the enthusiasts that are the right age category and the right technical inclination and so Bitcoin adoption was harmed by the loss of an on-ramp of hobbyist onboarding through, you know, just fucking around and getting free stuff. And Hex reintroduced that. So now you can get free shit. You know, it's, it's how I got into Bitcoin. And apparently it's working. So. I mean, I think, it's, I think it's community bootstrapping, which I think you did very well by uh, dropping it to Bitcoiners because um, uh, then they're going to claim and you're going to instantly bootstrap a community, aren't you? And I think it's the same with... Bitcoin, like you were able to mine it on your GPUs and um, uh, you're able to get some Bitcoin fairly easily. Uh, but then I don't think mining becoming harder was particularly bad because then there was something of a community there which had developed. Um, the the gave money to, to Bitmain? Like what community is that? Well, yeah. But I, I, don't, mean, that's, that's, like, that's I don't know anybody that mines on fucking ASIC. I don't know anybody. Again, though, it's, I mean, it's a bit like it's a bit like a blockchain. Like the mining is a solution to some computer science problems. Um, you know, it's probably not the ideal solution, but it exists and we use it currently. Uh, but there's, I'm sure there's better ways of, of performing that task. I hope, um, I hope mining. Yeah. I mean, like right now, Hex is a high proof of work, proof of stake. We do proof of stake for inflation and we do proof of work for transactions. So, yeah. I, so I said, I said shit like Hex solves some of these problems. Hex solves the mining cost problem because those blocks are already being mined. Those expenses are already being paid. They're sunk costs. So when we piggyback a hex transaction on top, it just makes the network more efficient. It's just taking that same uh, rollback protection and energy waste that Ethereum users are already paying for, and we're just piggybacking a little bit of extra value on there. It costs a penny to three pennies to do your transaction, 
and we're getting all the censorship resistance without any of the negative externalities of miners dumping the price all day long. So Ethereum price gets dumped all day long for proof of work security. Bitcoin price gets dumped all day long for proof of work security. But Hex just gets to freeload and pay a penny. You lock your coins for 14 years You pay three cents to get in. Maybe it costs 10 cents when you get out. So you got 10 years of fucking security for 13 cents. And yet the underlying substrate networks are just getting murdered with inflation. And, uh, and that's another thing. Not only, not only does Hex have less inflation than Bitcoin's ever had in the 10 years it's existed, but it actually has zero inflation. If you're an average length, average uh, size staker, you're paying yourself inflation. So is there actually inflation to you? It's actually 0% because you're not having to pay it to a miner to pollute the environment. And he's selling it on the market, pushing the price down. The, the inflation is just paid to the guys that can't sell it. It's just paid to the guys that are locked up. And so not, so you have delayed inflation because they can't sell it. You have delayed inflation because new inflation is only paid on coins that have already been minted. So it delays the new inflation from occurring. It's a lower rate at a maximum of 3.69. And it's only paid to the the people that are just paying themselves. It's more like a fucking stock uh, split, right? Like that you're not you're not being diluted as long as you're an average length, average size staker. If you're a longer length, longer size staker, you do eat from the pie of the little guy because you earned it, right? So so we actually have a system that in effect, it has no negative externalities. It makes the mining more efficient and the hex stakers get paid to hold the price up instead of Bitcoin and Ethereum miners getting paid to dump the price. That's what they do with their coins. They don't buy more coins with their coins. They sell their fucking coins to pay electricity companies to pollute and give weird money to chip manufacturers. And what do those chip manufacturers do with the money? Well, it appears that they create fake copies of your shit and try and kill off the real thing. That's what Bitmain did. Well, I don't support that shit. So I'm not, I'm not down with the SHA-256 mining. And that's another thing I like about Ethereum is they're happy to try and fork those guys out and write proof of work change and literally say, yeah, we're doing prog POW to get rid of fucking ASIC miners because we don't like them. I love that shit. I love it. That's fucking great. <clears throat> now, now I mean, isn't, that, that, isn't there some centralization around the decision making on something like that? Would you say? Well, I mean, you're. It works. Anytime you develop software, the software developing team is going to be small, and then if people run the code that they made, then that is a decentralized decision by the guys that run that code. If you write code, no one runs it. It doesn't matter what you wrote. So it's really up to the miners as to whether they're going to run uh, proof of work change shit or not. And I don't think that's going to happen anyway, because it's just too risky at this point with Ethereum two coming online and sharding and staking and all this other stuff coming online. There's no reason to fuck around and like try and optimize this like last phase of the ETH one stuff. You know, it's just the risk rewards, not that good. It's not as good as if like we just had to do proof of work forever then yes i would care a lot more about it because i fucking hate asic miners they're centralized yeah. they're just centralized no, they're, how many how many places can you buy an asic miner from bitcoin they just want to they, they they're actively attacking bitcoin and that's their business yeah model. and they don't do any dev and they don't fucking they don't do anything for the community for it, they, they don't they're like they're not good actors in my opinion like i just sorry guys no, I, I, never met one why aren't you fuckers on Twitter interacting with me? If you want me to like miners, why don't one of you motherfuckers say hi online, right? But nope, they're just that, sitting that, there that, fucking that, towers, ivory tower, sucking away the rent. They're corrupt and very violent security professionals you employ to secure your blockchain. You know, that's, just, that's pretty yeah. much all they are. Um, so as your tech agnostic, if Bitcoin had the ability to, to 
build something like um, a CD. I like would have built it on there in a heartbeat. I would have built, built it on it. there in a heartbeat, and I tried. So I looked at RSK. It's a copy of uh, it's a copy of Ethereum, way way behind and and slower. And it had a twenty percent founder fucking mine on every block. And I'm just oh, is that like, that, sorry, was not the rootstock thing. Is yeah, it? yeah. I'm like, okay, twenty yeah, percent all... founder tax on a copy of Ethereum and doesn't exist. Seems or like we could use the thing right? that does exist. Uh, I don't know. I've not seen anything good come out of that project. It just seems to me like a black hole of investment money. You know, bro. Um, that's that's the other thing. Hex is the opposite of an ICO. No promises, no expectations, fully fucking complete product at launch, given for free to Bitcoin holders. Compare that with everything else. Dreams and promises and we're going to do this and we're going to do that and no functioning fucking product forever. You, you look at the top 10. There's a, there's a coin on there called Cardana, like ADA. I think it'd like be number five or some shit. They don't have any product. But I get fucking yelled at like constantly, like I'm a scamming piece of shit or something. But I have a fucking product that's fully functional with 100% uptime and audits and fucking, I just, I just like, what the fuck? Like, bro, go look in the top 10. Go look in the top 10. You're like, okay, USDT, 100% counterparty risk. Okay. Litecoin, where was the innovation there? Copy, paste the Bitcoin code, change the proof of work. Okay. Anything else? Oh, they they were a test bed. They released SegWit a little bit earlier. And then they yeah. bullshitted and said they were going to do confidential transactions and never did a fucking thing. And then their founder dumped on everybody. Hmm. Okay. What else do we get? Uh, and that was that was that was that was a pump. Do you remember that was a pump and dump? There, there was like a, a two week uh, media uh, frenzy um, coming from uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Charlie Satoshi, Lee. Satoshi Light. No, like what's his, what's his name? Satoshi Charlie, Light is uh, Charlie, Charlie Lee. Um, just before the, the yeah, just before he just before he sold all of his uh, his Litecoin. Yeah, I remember right. there was a picture of him. He posted a picture of him and um, uh, Jihan. Uh, it was like two days before, and it was me and Jihan working on something secret yeah. or something. Wonderful. And then it was like two right. days later, we dumped these coins. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, I'm afraid to even tell you about people I know building things, but this motherfucker can stand on stage and be like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and then dumps it on your fucking head, and then is, is looked upon like some type of pillar of a fucking community. Well, cool. I'm just like, yeah. what the fuck? So people with vaporware, people that dump on your fucking head, people with no technical innovation whatsoever, just copy-paste shit. No, no game theory innovation, no fucking nothing, some copy-paste shit. I'm looking way better than these other founders, like way fucking better. Like I just, and but people yell. I'm just like, damn, I got a self-help channel. I wrote these self-help books. I don't charge for no trading advice. I called the 20K Christmas from fucking 4K. I called the 19K fucking short, 19.6K. I called the fucking top, called the fucking mm -hmm. bear market. I like, I... What, what the fuck can I do for you guys? I give you video, get free videos, free books, free chat, free coins, free fucking everything. I'm like the giving tree of fucking crypto. But then people, they yell, they yell, and they're angry, you know? And I'm just like, are you looking at what else is on the fucking top 100? Bro, Hex is blackballed by everybody. Coin market cap, we belong in the front page. Our market cap's in the front page. You got to go to page three to find us. Even though our market cap's higher than the page one and page two. Why? Some magic, special, fucking hand-tuned rule that they won't tell you about. So we're on page three instead of page one. CoinGecko just can't seem to figure out our market cap. Can't seem to figure out an ERC-20 market cap. Even though you go to etherscan.io, this is right there on the top left. Shows you the market cap. Shows you the value. Shows you the circulating supply. Shows you fucking everything. They just can't seem to figure it out. So we're ranked like number 2,500 in CoinGecko because they don't know the supply, right? Uh, people have tried to buy advertisements places for hacks. 
will not be accepted by anybody. This place called Whale Alerts or some shit tells you when there's like big movements on chain today. They just said, yeah, we're not going to, we're removing Hex from the list. It doesn't, we don't usually comment about projects, but we don't think that, uh, that this isn't what we like to see in a blockchain. Remove Hex from the shit. Just every, this censorship resistant fucking uh, permissionless innovation. Ha, 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 ha. Dick sucking everywhere. Hey, can we can we fucking not be censored, please? Can can you, even though we're like belong on the front page, can you like you know can we be on page two instead of page three? Even though like we have real users and real volume, and it's on chain with no centralized shit, and it's inspectable. It's the most honest volume in the fucking world. Everybody is blackballing and censoring us, and we're still up ninety three x in one hundred and eighteen days with all these motherfuckers trying to hold us down. Everybody. You go to Uniswap, you try and search for hacks, it ain't there. You got to paste the contract address in. Why? They won't add it. You go to fucking uh, MetaMask, you want to add hacks, you search hacks, it don't show up. You got to paste the contract address in. Why? They won't add it. MetaMask, censoring. CoinMarketCap, censoring. CoinGecko, censoring. Whale Alerts, censoring. Uh, fucking why, everybody. Why? Why, why do you think that is then? So why, why are they so Because when they go to the website, it talks about price and their brains turn off and they think scam because it's usually right. They have a scam detector that says that if you go to a website and it talks about price, it's a fucking scam. And they're usually right. That scam detector is usually right. If you go to a website and they talk about price, it's usually a fucking scam. Unfortunately, they ran into an edge case where a fucking trader built a cryptocurrency with a price performance as a design objective and is honest about what the fucking design is supposed to do and is being punished for that honesty. And it obviously fucking works because it's fucking working. So I said, I designed a thing to do this and then it went out into the world and did that. But now it's being penalized by people's brain shutting off as soon as they see, uh, you know, Hex did X amount in this time. They see that and they go, oh, it's gotta be a scam, right? But it's not. It's an amazing technological innovation that monetizes time and removes one of the products from the bank that's one of the most popular products there and puts it on the fucking blockchain and is an amazing world-changing innovation that happens to be wrapped in effective marketing language. And as soon as they see the effective marketing language, they just stop. They won't read the, they won't read the audit. They don't read the fucking white paper. Their brains just cease functioning. And they, and they just gatekeep. It's funny being gatekeeped by a coin that used to be $1,500 and went down to $80. Do you think that's because you have, there is, I mean, there is an element of, because you've designed it to, to, to go up in a certain way. Um, Everything's designed to do because, that. They just like lie they, about yeah, it and but pretend they, they feel, it's not. But it's been, it's your own admission. It's been, it's been configured um, for, for it to have a certain yes, price action. That's is, the only reason anyone buys any of these cryptocurrencies. The oh, only yeah, reason anyone yeah, buys yeah. Bitcoin is because they think the price is going to go up. The only reason anyone buys yeah, Ethereum maybe. is because they think the price is going to go up. Yeah. That's the only reason anyone buys any of these things. Go ask them. Just go ask people that bought them why they bought it. It's, they'll very simply tell you because I thought the price would go um, up. I think some, I mean, so some of the bigger projects like Bitcoin, maybe Ethereum and Monero, some people want to get money out of the system. They don't feel it happy with having it in you know a, a fiat system for some more well you know ethical reason 
the happening was I mean, input. I agree that the largest pump a mental EIP one five five nine trying to burn coins is a pump a mental. Getting people to lock up their Ethereum is a pump a mental. Everyone's trying to catch up with Bitcoin, with my pump a mentals that I built. Ethereum's trying to do coin burning. We already have coin burning. Ethereum's trying to do coin lockups. We already have coin lockups. Ethereum's trying to do staking. What, what we already have staking. Is, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. So sure. how but dare they say it's say, good when they do it, but bad when I, I do by it? You, by you um, designing it to act in a certain way, it's not. It's almost as if. There's a promise that it will act in a certain way. No, if and you I go think to that zero. F1 which... cars are designed to win races. Most no, of them absolutely. don't. One wins yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. And you'll say that, but I mean, maybe that would be their reservation is that they're worried that people feel that there's a promise in this. Uh, in, I know. promise you that every cryptocurrency drops 85 or 95%. Some of them get back up. There's my promise. Mm. That's what the charts say. I'm the only guy advertising it. I'm the only guy that's honest about it. But no one, but, but people ignore my honesty and just fucking. They just don't give a shit about what I say. I tell you that there's no guarantees, no promises, no work, but motherfuckers just, they pretend that I said that there was. They're like, yeah, Richard said it's going to go up. I don't fucking know what the price is going to do. I have no idea. And no, neither does anyone else. The price chart doesn't even act like any other chart. Like it only, it doesn't, because of the automated, the automated market maker makes the hex chart operate different than any other chart I've ever seen. In a normal order book, you've got asks and you've got bids. And someone comes along and they decide they don't want to sit there on the limit anymore and they jump across the bid-ask spread and they remove liquidity from the other side. And then this guy leaves with his coins and this guy leaves with his money. And then the only thing that's left is a little blip on the volume bar and a little blip on the price. Uniswap does not work like that. In Uniswap, when you go and you turn your Ethereum into Hex in Uniswap or Hexdex.win, easier way to access it, if you go to hexdex.win and you turn your Ethereum into Hex, your Ethereum sits there and acts as bid support. No other, no other market does that. In a normal market, the buyer and the seller meet and they fucking leave. And the only thing that's left is the market maker sitting there with his, his bot making bids and asks, right? Or other people that like fill in the gaps. So when a normal buyer and seller meet on a market, they fucking leave and there's nothing left in the order book. There's no trace of them. But in hexdex.win, when you turn your Ethereum into hex, that Ethereum sits there and acts as bid support. And for someone to push the price back down, they have to sell through that Ethereum that you just added. Now, liquidity providers can remove or add to both sides at the same time, but they can't remove or add to just one side. It's always symmetrical. And so that makes the price chart act different and perform different uh, than any other chart I've ever seen. It's really interesting. It's like... It's it's a whole new game. It's a whole new game. Because think about it. Imagine, I mean, it, I mean, I think any, okay. any experiment, any experimentation is good experimentation, particularly if the people who, who, who are doing it are honest about you know what could happen and what the potential. Uh, and I think a lot of the people who have been involved in in hex, it's not like some you know random Chinese ICO thing. Like it's not it's not people trying to hoodwink, hoodwink people into mm -hmm. buying something. Um, it's, it's someone who's, you know, very honest and frank about yep. what, 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 what the technology could do. Um, but I can see, I can see the reservations of some of these, I mean, traditional legacy blockchain, uh, portals, which now have this thing, which by its design is, is implying some sort of promise that it will act in a certain way when it very may well not. Go look at thing. the other ads that they place. Um, they have Celsius promising you four or 5% oh, yeah. return yeah, yeah. on your money yeah. to take your coins from you. The opposite of why crypto was invented. They have Do you uh, think gambling platforms 
like trading mm. platforms like plus 500 and whatever the fuck else where everyone gets destroyed and wrecked and everyone loses their fucking money. I'll let you know on a secret. The only people that can afford to advertise you in crypto, usually they're fucking scams because the non-scams don't have marketing budgets because it's really, 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 really hard to turn a crypto click into a fucking purchase. They're immune to most of the fucking ads. So anybody that's accepting ads on their fucking website, for the most part, those ads are all goddamn scams because the non-scams don't have marketing budgets. Just like Bitcoin. Say again? Just like Bitcoin. Bitcoin doesn't have any ads because there's no marketing budget. It's not a scam. Right. And that's why you don't see any fucking ads for it. But you see ads for everything that gets everyone destroyed. How many how many ads have you seen from YouTubers about margin trading? How many ads have you seen? Oh no, no, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and how how good is that for the ecosystem? And how good is that for the human beings? Right. So I advertise against people trading. See, this is weird duality. So I tell you not to trade; it's horrible for you. But if you're going to trade, here's all the ways that hex is better. Right. I don't think you should play Ponzi style games where you're guessing how many people get in after you. But if you're going to do that shit, here's Trayvon's game built that he built where you can be staked in the real hex contract while you're playing it. And so you at least have some revenue from that to help make up for you being in the bad fucking game. Right. So this is duality where I'll tell you that this is the reality. Most shit sucks, but you make all the gains in the world. You shouldn't play games, but if you're going to do it, here's a fucking better way to do it. And, And it's, it's hard to put do you me think in. You'll see, do you think you'll see more um, projects like Hex where the, the the price action is designed to work in a certain direction? Every um, Everybody's tried to do this. They just haven't done yeah. it as well. Do you think, well, do you think you'll kind of see some copycats or people are Probably, trying to reduce yeah. the financial tools? Yes, it's likely. Um, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, do you think that, I mean, so that's kind of like almost like a commodity use for something like Ethereum is you, you're leveraging Ethereum to be able to build this other We're thing. We're the number one app the number one to number three app by users for five months now on Ethereum. But for some people, for some reason, people don't recognize that and realize that we are the killer app for Ethereum. The killer app for Ethereum is us. There's no more popular DAP than us by user count. And recently our volume's kicking up like a motherfucker, five and $6 million a day now. So you compare us to other DAPs, you can go to dapradar.com, you can sort by users, you can sort by volume. It goes across all the chains and see how much ass Hex is kicking while everyone's censoring us, while everyone's holding us down. So it's like what every article says it's an exit scam. Fucking every every single article is insanely crazy, retarded anti-hex. All of the fucking articles. Yeah, this is this is. Do you think do you think that because there's such an overwhelming bias uh, to be anti-hex? Um, I mean, I'm not saying I, I would be for. I mean, I'm for experimentation. I like experimentation, mm-hmm. and I think if people are aware of the risks and they want to invest, then yeah, but what is the know, risk? Who, who might what stop is the that? risk? It's no, more sure, secure. I mean, it's faster. It's audited. It's open source. There's no off switch. There's no pause you know, that's, switch. That's, it's that, like that would be yeah, but that that to me would be so. Now let me, you let me, always, let me clear something up. When I say open source, I mean open and viewable. Not you can't copy it. Yeah, there is there is always a risk, isn't there? Um, well, but yeah. if people are aware of, 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 of you know, of how the technology works, or whatever, and they want to invest in it, then that's absolutely fine. Um, you know, who, who am I to stop them? Uh, but I think that because it's designed, you've designed it to, to work in a certain way, and you say something like, you know, what are the risks of investing in this thing? Then that kind of yeah, the risk is it could go down to zero, like all the other cryptos that you're fucking yeah, around yeah, in. Like, yeah. so people but, always but, need to be reminded of that. I think I remind them more than anyone else. I'm the guy popularizing the 85 and 95% drop. Nobody else is talking about it. 
I'm the one saying that Bitcoin and Ethereum's chart looks like hot garbage. Mm. Other people aren't advertising that because they just lose followers. I'm the one being truthful and accurate about it, but I'm not getting any credit for it. I'm, I'm being cre- People are assigning statements to me that I'm not making. I don't know what the hex price is going to do. I truly fucking don't. I do not. Mm. I know it's designed to do. I know what the game theory is designed to do. But what the fucking humans are going to do, I don't know. I mean, at some point, I assume the shit's going to go down 85 or 95%. But who the fuck knows when? I have no idea. How long did it, you know, like, look at the Bitcoin chart. Yeah. It went up from, it went from 200 to 20,000. So it did a 100x. And then it dropped 85%. And then it did a 5x. And then it dropped 75%. It's very hard to predict this shit, man. And a 5X is pretty fucking okay. If you can make a 5X, that's pretty okay. If you can make a 93X, it's pretty okay, right? Like any X compared to the regular fucking world, 1X is an amazing return in the legacy mm-hmm. world. Berkshire Hathaway can't beat 20% a year. Can't mm-hmm. do it. So if you can get 20% in a goddamn day, well, that's pretty fucking good, right? And we've had multiple 20% days over the last couple of weeks. So, But would that know, continue? Do you think that's going to continue to forever it's not now no everything's an s curve everything's an s curve absolutely everything in the world is an s curve that linear extrapolation of we're just going to fucking go up forever it ain't happening you run out of energy you run into externalities and frictions so as long as people are aware of that as long as people are aware that you know the day they buy when they think it's going to go higher may in fact be the day where yeah it could be the fucking top yes you could be buying the top yeah the question is like buying which is involved in all trading particularly trading you know How many tops happened four four months in? I don't know. And my in the charts that I've looked at, most tops don't happen four months in. In the charts that I've looked at, so mm. maybe maybe today's the top. Maybe hex goes right down. You know, but I would ask you this: How did you get the supply to sell the price down? Because if you hate this, if you hate the hex price and you don't like it and you think it's too high, where are mm. you going to get the coins to sell the price down? You an emergency end stake? doesn't work you don't get that many coins out of it you get fucking nuked by penalties depending on how long you did it for right so we're gonna get the coins to sell the fucking price down imagine what flash loans exist you know what a flash loan is no a flash loan is an amazing technological breakthrough of one of many that has just recently occurred you can borrow as much money as is available to borrow for free mm-hmm. so so if there's if there's a pool of liquidity that say it has like 20 million dollars of ethereum for for borrowing right? And you pay just a fee to borrow it. You can borrow all $20 million of Ethereum for free as long as you return it at the end of the transaction. And so what you do is you create a transaction that for free borrows a 20 million, enters this position, enters that position, shorts this, longs that, takes an option on this, and then settles all of its trades. So you've pushed the order books around and you've fucking manipulated the market so that you won your trade. And now you've got profit at the end. And because you had profit at the end, the, air, the, the transaction completes. But, and then you get your profit. And the, the loan is paid back. You made the arbitrage profit. Those markets got shoved around. Uh, and this is what happened. This has happened multiple times in, in decentralized finance. It doesn't, so it doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't complete unless you make a profit. Exactly. The transactions don't complete. Exactly. If, if all that shit that you mechanized and, and built didn't work and wasn't profitable then it's as though it never happened. And then it costs you 10 cents. <laughs> so it costs you 10 cents to have the opportunity to take 20 million to push markets yeah. around. Isn't that now, very dangerous to have out there in the world? No, 
because it's the same thing any fucking asshole whale could have done that just had his own 20 mine stack. Mm. So it makes arbitraging markets more efficient because you don't need capital to arbitrage the markets. Now, if you don't have your platform designed properly, like these stupid fucking retarded maggots at BZX who don't know their ass from a hole in the ground and who used a price oracle with no time waiting on it so that anyone could just shove it really hard for 10 seconds and win a fucking trade. So those guys just lost a lot of people's money because they're fucking losers. Uh, yeah, there's people that design bad mm-hmm. software. And when you design bad software, people can use good software to fuck you up. So you, if you want to have a margin trading platform, you need to use a time-weighted average price to prevent manipulators from just shoving the price for a second and then winning a fucking trade that they shouldn't have won, right? Which is why if you go on any real margin platform in the world, they use time-weighting. Well, these guys are stupid and they didn't against the advice of the people that made the fucking price oracle. Um, mm. So if you can get flash loans for Ethereum because people lend Ethereum out very readily because you can't make any money lending it out. You can only make 0.14% on your Ethereum lending it out for a year because it's so mm. plentiful. Everyone's happy to just lend it out. Nothing else to do with it, right? So there's no, there's no money in holding on to your fucking Ethereum. No. Now try and find hex to push the other direction. If you wanted to manipulate a market using a flash loan, it'd be very easy to, to push the hex price up with Ethereum using a flash loan. Now try and do that same thing and get a flash loan for hex. People have already got it all locked up, earning uh, in the core contract. So you'd have to pay a, a much higher rate to try and get access to those funds. To, so it's, it's unlikely that there's a big pool that would be available for a flash loan because that big pool would be burning all the rewards it could have got by just being staked in the real contract. And so I think that because it's very cheap to borrow ETH and very likely to be expensive to borrow HEX because there's something else that's always willing to pay you more to lock it up, that it will always be easier to long HEX on a margin platform than to short it versus Ethereum because you can get flash loans for ETH, but you can't get flash loans for HEX. Now, maybe that strategy of just pushing the market around uh, using a flash loan gets canceled out by... Uh, the time weight because it, it makes us have to push it for longer, you know, and I'm not sure how long your, your transaction can like sit in the memory pool. I think it's, I think the ability to manipulate with flash loans might be greatly reduced using the time weighted average price, which is good, right? Like you don't, you don't really want the manipulation, but I'm just, if, if someone releases a margin trading platform that, that doesn't use time weight, is like a stopgap until the time wait's done. Because Uniswap V1 doesn't do time waiting, but Uniswap V2 does. Uniswap V2 isn't out of audit yet. So there's this gap where you could use Uniswap V1 as a price oracle now and have shenanigans with people shoving it around with a flash loan. <laughs> It'd be fun to watch. <laughs> It'd be fun to watch. It's 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 incredible the amount of um, experimentation, innovation, which is going on in um, playing around with markets. Do you think that some of this, what you call pumpamental type, thing though do you think it's not just marketation using cryptography do i think it's what market manipulation just using cryptography so you're instead of having something you're stopping something from going down by having a whole bunch of sort of back that it kind of only goes up well so So manipulation is a funny thing right so when the when the Bitcoin I'm price not saying goes that in a dodgy up, way. I'm just saying like what you would call historically something like market yeah, manipulation. Well, I mean, you're asking an ethical question, so it's it's really a framing error. 
When the not price really. of Bitcoin it's goes not, up. It's not unethical. I'm not being ethical. I'm just saying, like, if you manipulate markets, do a certain thing. Yeah, but you're, uh, you're, then... you're preloading the question with a charged word called manipulation, and I'm trying to speak to you to the right. quality we'll, we'll of that word. Uh, market. Manipulation market. to you means the price did what you didn't want it to do. So if you were in a short position and the price went down, you'd think that was organic correction. But if you're in a long and the price goes down, that's manipulation and the market maker tried to run my stops. And so human beings think that manipulation is whatever costs them money. And human beings think that whatever makes them money is organic growth. That's what the human beings think. Mm. The market doesn't actually operate that way. The majority of market movements are organic because you find out if you're, you try and push the market around as a whale, the <clears> bigger <throat> whale comes along and eats you. And then you don't have a stack anymore. You're like, oops, I thought I was the biggest whale. Nope, this other guy can, can fuck your position up. And you, you can't defend it because you use too much of a percent of your stack. So is it is it manipulation that the S&P 500 only goes up on a long time frame? Is it manipulation that Amazon only goes up on a long time frame? Is it manipulation that Facebook only goes up on a long time frame? I mean, it they are manipulated to go up. I mean, that's so you just, kind of... It breaks the word. Like the word uses, which, it, it loses resolution. Which, right. which we're all aware of, but I mean, that, that they're through kind of human action and decisions, whereas the thing which you would design to have fundamentals is being designed to be manipulated. And well, so, let, so let's, go, let's go in depth on it. Is delaying like gratification a useful human behavior? Yeah, so the thing, so at the beginning, you're, you're adding um, uh, sort of that manipulation, but rather than, you know, um, so it, it's it's pre-configured to kind of be manipulated to do a so, certain so thing. So is the halfening is the halfening manipulation? No, the half halfening halfening you could easily frame the halfening is the same. Um, okay. I'm just saying, that like so, like so, is is ending prices in dot nine nine evil? Is is offering no, no, buy two get one free evil? Is using mm -hmm. frivolous language? I mean, should you be able to use adjectives? Like maybe maybe you shouldn't have delicious steak. Maybe they should just all be called steaks. I mean, you end up in a shitty world. Like the, the FTC and advertising guidelines has already figured out where the ethical limits of language exist and they're codified in law and there's specific tenants and, and guidelines regarding certain industries that you're in. So if you're not a bank, you're not allowed to put bank in your fucking name. They're restricting your speech so that people have healthier uh, commercial relationships by and large, right? You see people saying, I'm not a financial advisor all the time. By the way, guys, I'm not a financial advisor. Why? Because it helps people have better commercial relationships. So, you know, I believe that delaying gratification is good. I believe that not trading is good. I believe that reducing the amount that miners pollute is good. I believe that reducing the amount miners are paid is good. I believe that reducing the amount that people sell the price down is good. I believe getting rid of counterparty risk and middlemen is good. I believe getting coins for free is good. I believe having hobbyists be able to get coins for free is good. I think replacing the banksters is good. There's so many amazingly good things in this. Oh, and I also think that a price going up is also very good. It's probably the best thing a cryptocurrency can do is perform well in price. So for me, in my worldview and the things that I care about, this is an amazing world-changing innovation. And for people that are upset that they didn't make 93X in three or four months, uh, it's a scam. Because, uh, you know, when you go to sell, there won't be any liquidity there. Okay, well, let's go look at everything else's chart. How's oil doing? Is oil doing well? Okay, is it a scam? 
Amazon dropped 95%. Is it a scam? Bitcoin dropped 85% time and time and time again, over and over and again. Is it a scam? No, these shits just move up and down a lot. But if you choose the right project and it has product market fit and it has new user onboarding and it has innovation and it can't be stopped, then over a longer time frame, I feel that uh, it, it's going to be more successful than these other things that have off switches and have fucking no product market fit or just carbon copies of some other shit with minimum variables changed. It's, it's a superior product that meets people's needs and is fun and enjoyable to interact with. It's, it has more speculative stickiness. It's more fun to watch. It's, it's a better community. Like join t.me forward slash hex crypto and actually hang out with other humans there and talk. It's, it's, it's a better engaging experience. So it's more healthy for the human. It prevents selling fucking bottoms. Like it's, it's got so many good features, dude. I wish, I wish people just look at it, just try it. People that try it, I mean, love it, has, it. It has, it has, it has features for someone who wants, you know, those those particular features, and it has those features for those people. Um, uh, um, yeah, it's the most liquid coin in the world on an on-chain it's, exchange. It's experimentation. That's it's not good. Ethereum or a stable coin. And soon, if the Jelly Swap guys build it, maybe you'll be able to trade Bitcoin for uh, Hex directly with Atomic Cross Swaps with an automated market maker. So there's always a counterparty there. Right now we have it through Atomic Swap Wallet, but it sucks because you have to leave your computer online to have your order in the order book. You have to leave your computer online to complete a transaction. It sucks because now you have to have two people that are online at the same time. It's a nightmare. So just it's too clunky for people to use. This jelly swap system, if it works, should allow people to, to, to trade Bitcoin for Ethereum uh, is already working. They don't have a hex thing yet, but maybe they'll build it. Um, you know, like... You don't have that in Bitcoin, man. You don't have on-chain exchange of Bitcoin. And it's really important that how many billions of dollars mm. have been lost to these fucking exchanges? They're the enemy that we, mm. the, you should hate centralized exchanges, taking your data, losing your data. Now you've got in, Indonesian people acting like you everywhere else in the fucking world, taking out loans in your name and shit, making you beg for your own money, de-anonymizing you fucking it's pure cancer, right? Like, Decentralized exchange, I mean, the fact that this is so liquid and useful on Uniswap, that might be like 30 or 40% of the entire value of the project. I mean, that might be 30 or 40% of the awesomeness is that ability to trade on chain with no fucking AML KYC counterparty risk bullshit. That might be 30 or 40% of the value of the project, right? Trustless interest is nice. Being able to value time with a first chart of future market supply. No other cryptocurrency has this in the entire world. Remember when I told you if Satoshi was going to dump on you, you wouldn't believe him? In this system, you can tell when people's stakes are ending in the future. So you know the future market supply, not the total supply. Bitcoin total supply is meaningless. You don't know, like, those coins never fucking move anyway, right? In this system, you, you know when they can move. You have well, the I mean, first chart. It's not, it's, not, it's not necessarily meaningless. I mean, we know there's only ever going to be 21 million minted. Not that there can't be more. Well, that doesn't help you predict the price. It's entirely, what I'm talking about is if you want to no. have certainty in your investment, you want to know when someone can dump on your ass. Satoshi, the fucking Mt. Gox has still got 160,000 Bitcoin that they will and can fucking dump whenever they want. And you don't know when it is because they don't have a mechanism to lock those coins and earn interest on them to give you a certainty that they're not going to dump on you. But in Hex, you have well, they that. Were, I mean, they, they, were, they were dumping, weren't they, for a while? When was that in 2000? And yeah. yeah, they fucking, they murdered the price. They sold 40,000 Bitcoin. 40,000, 60,000, I thought it was. Might um, have been. 
40 to 60, something like that. So we these are world-changing innovations. We're the first cryptocurrency in the world to chart a future market supply, how much actual supply can hit the market. No, no other coin has that. doesn't exist. So it'd be a lot it's more well, fun to trade yeah. that market. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, good, good, good luck to the project. And I hope that nobody um, uh, is affected negatively. I don't think, you know, somebody will, somebody is going to there's, be there's affected negatively. Somebody's going to buy a fucking top. It's going to happen. They're going to buy a top yeah. and they're going to fucking sell say, a bottom yeah, and they're going to lose their keys. Yeah. There's going to be people yeah. that are fucking sad, just like in every other speculative instrument in the world. That, that is, yeah. comes with every speculative instrument. Anything that has a price move is going to have somebody that bought the top and sold the fucking bottom. It's going to happen. It's not something you can design out of a speculative system. It's not. It's not fixable. I almost feel like. I almost feel like by by you trying to replicate um, the behavior of something like a CD or, or that you're almost breaking uh, that financial tool because you're you're developing something which yeah, can ensure it's totally for a different. period of time. It's totally different. I mean, look at this. Who, who, who's really in the market for CDs? People that are risk averse. Okay. And who's in the market for crypto? People that love risk. Okay. Well, we have, well, looks like we have a disagreement here, right? So it's a new thing that's never existed before. It's really nothing like this has ever existed before. So it, a, another piece of game theory. Remember how you said you had claimed your coins and you'd locked them up for a little bit, you know, longer than the, uh, than the minimum, your coins are going to burn. All of your coins are going to burn. If you don't end your stake when you said you would, you have two weeks to do it. If you don't do it, you lose all your all your money, 1% per week. And over 100 weeks, there's nothing left. Mm. However, however, anyone in the world can save you. Anyone in the world can run the good accounting function. You can go to anotherhex.win, click the expired stakes tab, see everybody whose stakes are currently burning. And you, out of the kindness of your heart, can pay the few pennies to stop all those people from losing all their money to the other stakers. And the origin address gets half of that, by the way. So the penalty gets split between the stakers and the origin address. The, uh, so how does that game theory work? Do people let everyone else burn through all their money or do they save them and run the good accounting function for them? I don't fucking know. I don't know, but I know there's no automatic in Ethereum. So someone has to pay your end, end your fucking stake. So why not you, you started it. Right. So why should someone else pay for you to end your stake? Why don't you pay for you to do it? And we give you an incentive to do it. If you don't do it, you get penalized. This is an interesting fucking game theory. Interesting. So now game you've theory. got now you've got this thing you've made, which you can you've pushed. You know, well not pushed, but you've 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 kind of got into gear and it's rolling and it's working. And yep. now you can sit back and just observe behavior. And yep, it's fun, so much know, like nicer. What, what, what are people going to do? You know, how are people going to react? How are people going to engage yeah. with it? Um, that surely gives you time to think about other things and working on other things. And like you say, you're going to work on the, um, was it Sens? Uh, Sci-Vive is my book. Sci Sci so Sci medical research is the only thing that actually matters. My quality of life after launching Hex has actually gotten a lot worse. My quality of life has not improved. Uh, is that working too much? Is that... Well, yeah, I'm probably working too much. And uh, the constant defamation, I can take it for like 10 hours. But like an hour, like yeah. 12 and 13, I'm just like fucking like snippy, you know? So I start being mean to people and chat and shit after I've like, after I've eaten yeah. 10 or 12 hours of shit, I'm just like, all right, time to, time to give it back, boys. I'm angry now. Uh, so, like, so do you think, do you think, do you think psychologically it's taken its toll, um, yeah, it's the amount of the barrage you've got from people? Yeah. Because like, I'm a social person. I want people to like me. I want to be friendly. Mm. I want, I want friendship and camaraderie and you know, 
being constantly attacked with arguments that are the opposite of what you support, right? Like I support censorship resistance and no fucking giving other people your keys. And people mm. are like, why do you control the admin keys? Just like, there's no admin keys, man. And like, no, all smart contracts have admin keys. You're like, no, they fucking don't, man. They fucking stop doing this to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know how the shit people said? You're going to lose your anonymity, bro. If you, if you claim you're free Bitcoin, you're going to lose your anonymity. Well, I ain't heard about nobody losing their enemy. You're going to lose your keys, man. You can steal your keys. I ain't heard about no one fucking getting their keys stole. Uh, you know, fucking it's going to go to zero. Nah, it did 93X. Oh, fucking, uh, uh, you know, exit scam. How? You, there's no expectation of work. How can someone exit from something when they've already pre-exited? There's, you, there's no expectation of work. It's a complete project. There's, no, there's nobody that can exit. It's already exited. Oh, the ETH moved. What the fuck did you think it was going to do? What, what, not move? Like, what, I don't, it's not yours. So, I mean, you watch... so with all that in mind, so having, having bootstrapped the community, having got like, because there are people developing things. I've seen people yeah. developing things on, um, on Hex, that. and there's lots of people interested in, in, in it. Um, and uh, particularly the statistic side um, yeah. of seeing how, what people react to it. Uh, but now all that's happened, like, it is something you can let go off. It's true. And, and just, yeah, I could, I could just be like, yo, fuck it, I'm out. But like, I'm already kind yeah. of that. Like, or maybe I know, not even I, that. Just, I've already kind yeah. of done that. Like, how, how many videos do I do? I don't do that many videos. Yeah, no, There's other people that do video every night for Hex. There's two other people that do a Hex mm. video every day. Hexologist does one every day. And I think H Hoddledog, H-O-D-L-D-O-G. I think he does one every night too. Um, you know, there's way more people doing YouTube videos than me. There's way more people making websites than me. There's like, I, what do I really do? I sit around mostly. I just literally just sit around and, and shit post on Twitter and, you know, shit post in the chat room. So like, yeah, I could actually step away, but I think, why not? Do it. well, man, it's to tell you the truth, bro, I, I want this thing to get the fucking respect that it deserves and I'm not mm -hmm. okay. I'm really not okay. I don't feel good until it is where it should be. I don't like the coin market caps got us at number three. That pisses me off on the third page mm -hmm. where we don't belong. I don't like that. I don't like that everybody's censoring us. I put a lot of work and a lot of effort into this project, and I want people to give it the respect that it deserves, and not just the project, but the community. The community works really, really, really hard to make really cool stuff around this, and for those guys to get fucking called scammers and, and be demonized and shit is just absurd to me. These volunteers... I mean, that, I, you know, I, I, yeah, I, think, I don't think they really care. That's why they're, you know, if they're working on it, then I'm sure they don't care about what other people are calling them, if they're oh. calling them scammers or whatever, so... I don't think you need to worry about that. I don't think you need to worry about. I think def trying to defend a whole project yourself isn't um, isn't going to do you any good. I think it's time for you to move on to something else. I, I, I like get back, get back, and just keep an eye on the the community. Just keep an eye on the stuff which comes out of it, and maybe occasionally do a little video, you know, looking at it. But you know, that's kind of where stuff. I'm at. But it doesn't feel I, like come it. back to the Bitcoin. I have to see where my fucking time's all going. Um, yeah, Sci-Vive is the thing, dude. It, yeah. let, me, let me put it to this way. I have probably shortened my lifespan through diet and exercise choices revolved around this project. This project has probably cost me six months of lifespan. Mm. This is not the goal. The, the goal is not to die earlier with more money you will not use. That is not effective. So I'm, I'm probably making an error by doing this project in the first place. Well, stress um, is the big age, man. And if you're stressing out, then yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. Like I'm really tired right now. Like I, I should yeah. have been sleeping instead of doing this, but here That's I am. <laughs> so like I, I, I take your advice. I appreciate it. So my question to you would be, I, I, I appreciate the advice. What is, what is the motive behind the advice? Like what is the outcome that you're, that you're hoping for? Is it my personal health? I is it yeah, I mean, part, innovation part, in other places? That, but I also think, no, I partly want to see you just engage and do different things. And, you know, it was, it was which cool. Things? Were, which um, things? Well, I, I, I liked it when you used to do some Bitcoin content. I thought that was okay. good content. Um, and, uh, it's, you know, it's good to watch, and you've always you've always, you've got a well-rounded and a good, experienced opinion, which is which is always very valid. I thought in Bitcoin, um, and, I gotta uh, go I, to I, I gotta then, go to medicine. I can't go back to Bitcoin. I gotta go to medicine. Medicine this, has I mean, to be the next so, thing for me. But is it going to happen though? Because with this sci-fi, yeah. you were doing that. You were doing that sort of pre-Bitcoin. I've already got an editor finishing the book now. He's already doing it. Okay. So every every like I have a new chapter that I have to review tonight. Uh, they don't have to, but so he's already done. He's already done the rough draft over the uh, the mind section. So it's like mind, body, spirit, money, power, spec, time, environment. Yeah. Uh, so he's already done mind. He just did time, which is like a really short one. We're giving them the short ones first because we don't overload them because people like disengage if we overload them. So we're giving him the short ones first. He's going through just cleaning them up, and then he'll be able to start yeah. doing cutting and reintegrating once he's looped through all of them. I mean, I could have the the sub book published cool. maybe in six months, and that's a big deal. That's a big, big, big yeah, fucking cool. deal. Is that your first book? Well, I mean, I wrote I wrote two books, but is it a book if it's not fully edited and like published? Uh, you got to get edited like, and published in in paper format. It has yeah, to be a physical. Right. Yeah. Book. So I mean, it's nice having it on whatever else. But like you can download it for free now and read it and shit. But it's you know yeah. it's there's miss it's missing narrative glue. So it's got things you can do to make your life better that are awesome, good ideas, but they're rather random, right? So to put narrative glue between them and give it more of a, you know, this leads to that kind of thing, that's the work that needs done. So that's next for me. Saving you are, you are next. You are, but you are someone who's, um, you, you're clearly incredibly interested by the technology, by Bitcoin, by Ethereum. But it's um, so boring. I mean, I know it all, right? Like, you get bored of it. Yeah, I know that, but I mean, you're talking about the the contracts, and you can do this, you can do that, and that's new. Um, yeah, and it's and and you're you're excited by it. Um, yeah, I, I am excited so, about that. I want anonymity, I want the throughput, and I want the yeah. atomic cross swaps. If we get anonymity, yeah. throughput, atomic cross swaps, decentralized exchange, we're fucking golden, dude. We're golden. We can replace yeah. so many of those banksters. We don't need anything other than that. I mean, we could do it without the anonymity. We could we could yeah. kind of do it without the throughput, right? we do need the atomic cross swaps. So like it's, we're fucking close. The the blockchain world has massively changed in the last five months, six months. You didn't have ZK rollups. You didn't have throughput. You, you didn't have so much of this shit six months ago. It just didn't. No, exist. I see. I mean, this is, this is, so if we do have, I think with the, the halvening stuff, if there is something of a pump in Bitcoin, um, I mean, and then I'll inevitably some of the, you know, something like Ethereum, the, the technology, I mean, I know you haven't really explored Lightning Network, but the the the. the well, I just learned about this stuff you told me with uh, crumpets. Yeah, what what was that term you used for the? What's that for? Well, oh, for you, these you, uh, subscriptions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alan URL. That's, I mean, that's a good. So that's called, that's like a, a protocol which came up 
from the users as well. They because they, light, light Lightning Network works in a certain way. So to say if I want to send you funds, you have to give me an invoice and then I pay that invoice. Okay. And then some of that functionality, like it's a bit, it's kind of annoying. Like if I just want to send funds at you, yeah. Um, um, and I don't want you to have to generate an invoice. You know, if I just want to throw coins at right. you, uh, then you know, Lightning Network doesn't really support that. So LNURL huh. kind of came from that, so it can to let you push it to people that didn't send you an invoice, kind of thing. You like yeah, ask them. So it, you like ask them to I mean, send you an invoice. It, like auto. I mean, it actually does all those functions. So it does actually get you to generate an invoice, but it does it in such a way that um, it's all kind of just taken care of by okay. software. Yeah. Physically, you don't. We have the same kind of problem in Ethereum, where you have to un UI. before you can ask a contract to do something for you, you have to send an unlock transaction. It's kind of irritating that you can't just do it in one transaction. Like yeah. unlock and then do shit. So there's yeah, please automate this annoying right. jarred yeah, yeah. Um, way of working this workflow. And that was cool because it came, it didn't come from protocol developers. And in fact, now protocol developers are trying to emulate what people are doing with LNURL, which is pretty cool. Right. Um, so it came, it kind of came from the users and came from the, the, the so, bottom up. So and let's I, summarize I find the upsides that a lot of the... for Lightning. Lightning, you get anonymity because it uses onion routing, right? Yeah, it's super okay. fast. Yeah. Yeah. Onion you routing get... and then it's peer to peer. Okay. And then because you get it's speed. not, you know, it's, it's a unicast. I'm doing a unicast transaction. I'm not broadcasting that data out onto a whole blockchain. So that's just right. crazy. You know, I'm just sending it to you. Yeah. So it's um, faster and it's yeah. more anonymous. Cheaper. Yeah. Cheaper. It's pretty cool. Um, Sounds good. And, uh, Sounds good. Yeah. yeah. But it, it requires, I mean, I mean, still the protocol's not, I mean, it's, it's still minimal viable product. Well, not minimal viable product, but it's a viable product now. Uh, it's, it can be better. You know, if, well, think of Ethereum a few years in. You know, See, the the thing that improved. the thing that that like gets me is, if you wanted high throughput, you kind of have it over multiple chains or over security reduced chains that that are just less censorship resistant and just use federation like EOS, right? So EOS is less censorship resistant because there's like twenty one mining nodes or whatever, or block producers. And then, uh, so you've got these like throughput censorship resistance trade-offs that are already out there. And then you, you run into this question mm -hmm. of like, what percentage of the adoption that's missing is missing because of throughput not being where it needs to be. So for instance, take mm -hmm. games, right? So I liked your idea about a game where if you kill some people, you get paid like now, like real money. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty fucking cool. But if someone, if someone really wanted to do that, they could do that right now with PayPal and it would work really well. Oh yeah. 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 Sure. Yeah. So like, yeah. so a lot of the times what I could see Could you do it is... in a way that uh, like a kid, for example, can just get a phone, you know, go on, go on, play a game on their, on their computer and then they can kill a bunch of people and then they can just get the sats or get the money like on there without having to like sign up to some third party service. Could you do it through PayPal? I know that you just, yeah. But in this example, you turned the kid into a gambling murderer virtual murderer yeah well that's it's not mean, exactly the murderers the murderers so they might as well make money at it they murder me whenever i play those bloody games so i'm just saying you got to be careful because like loot boxes are a cancer upon the world and they addict mm. kids to gambling and it's disgusting and it's horrible oh no they're awful yeah i mean i had kids because i used to i was a teacher for years and i would have kids spend fortunes on a was it csgo yeah with those little box things horrible. and I, I was why are you doing this thing but it's quite fascinating because the on the i think it was on the CSGO live website, streaming you could look, has stopped um, at charts, your live value. stream stopped by the way oh. it just read live streaming stopped are they all complaining wait there it has actually i think it's still going
Um, did it just suddenly stop then? It just said live streaming has stopped. And oh, wait, that's, I think that's a Jitsi thing. We must have been, Jesus, we've gone for three hours. Uh, we must have gone <laughs> for the, the timer. We must, all I need to do is paste the key back in and then it'll suddenly all work okay. again magically. Right. Now, the, 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 the sort of free.org version of Jitsi. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, there we are. It's timely. They're going to stop complaining. Um, so that'd be quick. So they're not happy about the price they're paying for their free content. Did this live stream starting by any chance? Live streaming is on. Did it say live stream starting? Yep, said it's on. It says we're live streaming. There we, are. Cool. we should probably call it quits anyway at some point. Um, I don't, whatever. What we saying? Talk till, till death do I part. I'll talk till my brain falls out of my head. Yeah, I quite like the extreme streaming, which you do. Um, uh, no, yeah, those games, those uh, those CSGO type games, they're, they're, yeah, they're gambling. What was fascinating, actually, was you could go on the, the, the website and you could look at the value of some of the um, guns and knives or whatever, and you could see these charts of, it, of it, the value just dropping. And I used to show it to my kids, and i say, look, you're buying this thing and you're holding this thing, but look, the value's going down over time, so you, right. you need to not play this crazy, you know. The digital goods thing is, it's just is so, I hate the non-fungible token idea. It's like, oh, you want mm. a weird-looking cat? Okay, well... Take a picture of one. You don't have to buy it. You can just hit like print screen or alt print screen. It'll just take that window. You don't have to fucking like get wrecked no, man. doing some yeah. weird shit, trying to collect a weird JPEG. Just copy paste the fucking JPEG. There you go. Pretend it's yours. People are weird, man. You know, yeah. it's like. Well, do you remember? I... I, I guess the stream dropped and then now Jitsi just doesn't want to play at all. Where'd you go, man? Let's see if I can type. Interesting. Well, everybody, I guess that's as good a place to end as any. Uh, <laughs> uh, this was an enjoyable conversation. Seems like a great guy. Uh, yeah, I hope Lightning Network works out. I hope the coin price goes up. I hope everything goes fantastic. Uh, I hope people just get more honest, you know, speak truth, speak truth to power, speak truth to stupid. I do it. Um, it's doable. And Stays for a lot of, hey, you're back. Magic. I was just doing my outro and I'm like, yeah, you're back. Uh, I'm still recording Sorry. myself. Okay. Yeah, no, it's still recording, man. It's all very clever. It just carries on going. Now it's um, not only is is Jitsi against us, but my 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 Linux laptop also wants to crash every now and then as well to destroy us. Uh, no, I remember playing. Do you remember Ultima Online, the game? Oh uh, yeah, I didn't play it, you but I'm Ultima aware Online. of it. Yeah, yeah, there was there was um, uh, a, a, a like a horse you could get in that called a nightmare, and it was like the badass horse. And I got this nightmare horse, and I was strolling around on my horse, and I felt like a badass. And there was there was only like a thousand in the game or something, a super right. rare item, and you could just kill bad guys with it, and it was brilliant. And then all of a sudden, they just decided to just mint loads of new nightmares, and then everyone had a nightmare, and everyone was strolling around on these horses. And I remember at that time feeling really ripped off, like I'd worked so hard to get this horse, <laughs> like months and months of my life, and then they could just inflate the horses. Yeah. So it since sucks. that experience, I mean, I mean, you know. I then obviously turn my back on gaming, whatever. I've done that right. in years, but um, uh, I can appreciate why people want a non-fungible digital 
asset which isn't going to be replicated nor it could be made more of in some cryptographically secure way i understand why people would want that particularly people in computer games who who feel like they've earned something you know earned an artifact yeah. or an asset um, i mean i hear it, you but people do get bored of their games usually so like most games oh, yeah. have an s-curve and then you just don't care about like starcraft 2 killed starcraft 1 and then you know csgo killed I think there was a CS before Go, right? There was a CS Go, and then there's just normal CS that no one plays anymore, I guess. So you, there's like, I, so I don't. Like a, human beings have if you have a, bad a digitally, behaviors. If you have a digitally scarce, if you have a digitally scarce fungible asset which is pegged to something of value, um, which you could then convert out to, then if you have that, if you have that horse, and then no one plays that computer game anymore, you can still cash out into the. I um, I don't I don't like people. I I feel so. We talked about manipulation earlier. Mm. I don't like games that addict you to grinding instead of making new content and new narratives that have beginnings and ends that, that turns human beings into clicking machines without consequences of their own. Huh? Uh, isn't that just sort of trading in general? Trading does that. Grinding games does that. Uh, poker does that. Yeah gambling in general does that i th i think that destroys people and ruins their lives and in, in the case of multiplayer games when you're trading you're trying to take someone else's money that doesn't want you to have it and you're going to lose and he's going to lose and the only person that wins is the guy in the middle so that he has a bigger marketing budget to go cancer two extra guys every once in a while and it's a horrible fucking thing for everybody involved it sucks and so loot boxes are that, grinding games are that, trading is that, and you know, non-fungible tokens are also that, in my opinion, because you're abusing people's... So a lot of these abuses are manipulation of intermittent reward, making sounds in the tone of C. Um, yeah. You know, if you're on the Las Vegas Strip and someone wants you to take their hooker flyer, tap, tap, hand. Tap, tap, hand. Why? Because you want to complete the rhythm. You want to, like, not leave it hang. Well, and yeah. so all all of these behavioral hacks, they're, they're great when they're used for good and they're terrible when they're used for evil. And so I don't want people to become addicted to false scarcity. I don't want people to become addicted to pictures of ugly cats that are procedurally generated. In general, yeah. procedurally generated things are fucking horrible. You know, um, they're just not good. So I don't want people to fall into some local maxima where they just get addicted to some terrible, like I lived my life there. I, I've played 20,000 hours of Starcraft two. Hmm. There, no, 20,000. You are just, you are just, you are just hitting the dopamine button. Like that's right. Know, I mean, it's it's 20,000 hours. Oh, it's yeah. like, it, it's too much time, man. And I yeah. played a lot of team fortress two and a lot of fucking, a lot of other games, a lot of Destiny and all this different shit. And I blew yeah. years of my life, years of my life, addicted to those terrible behaviors. And I don't want to see other people that way. So I, I really would prefer that everyone find enjoyable ways to spend their time, that when they go to sleep, their life is slightly better off than it was the day before. You got to have something that's building, building over time. So when you go to sleep, maybe you got something that's working for you. Maybe it's your IP, maybe it's your house, maybe it's rental, maybe it's a business you built. Maybe it's just that you're learning and becoming stronger every day, something. 
I don't, I don't like people being turned into empty husks, living other people's narratives. You know, right now we're creating content and the people watching are going to live our narrative for these moments. And so we try and lead them to good places by telling them the truth and empowering them their lives. And a lot of these other narratives that you can get involved in that are addictive for people like conspiracies, how much money has anyone ever made believing in conspiracy theories? There's no profit in it. I know all about all of them. They're fun to read about. They're fun to be expert on and there ain't no money in them. And how much hours of people's lives are consumed by things that never actually give them concrete benefit, like reading the news. When has reading the news ever changed your behavior in a way that you found profitable? And I don't just mean cash, money, profit. I'm talking about... Some, some, I, I, I think what you're saying, but I think some news events, there's a response, but it's like current news events. But you'll hear about those. Like, your uh, friends will tell you about those. You're going to yeah, find out I about mean, them. There could, be, there could be something catastrophic, which is probably... You're really, really going to find out about that. Right, mm. like so. How if many you're quarantined people... and you hold any contact with people, then you probably won't unless you're actually reading some news. So I know where you're coming from. I mean, I mean, I don't utility, particularly utilitarian, utility. Addict themselves to news. I, I want to see people get benefits out of their behaviors, and I see a lot of people that are not getting benefits out of their behaviors. I see a lot of people that waste whole lives in quiet desperation because they thought they didn't have any time when really they had the same time anyone else has, and they just spent mm. it on the wrong shit. Mm. So I'm I think you can, you can, <laughs> no, um, but the, the reward mechanism, um, uh, manipulation of reward mechanisms in the brain, I mean, even Twitter, for example, and some of the social networks, which people engage with now addictively, um, the guy who wrote black mirror, what's his name? Charlie Brooker. He said that the most successful computer game ever made was Twitter. Um, yeah, because uh, it has the quote. reward mechanism. Then you make an avatar, you know, you make you make your own character, yeah, and then you level up, and you know, so it's very much like a a game. Like, um, I, like it's good that you mentioned that. I should get the fuck off Twitter. Truthfully, I really yeah. should. Yeah, I've, I have taken Twitter. all of the low hanging fruit off of that shit. There ain't no low hanging fruit left on Twitter for me. Mm. I got it. At least crypto Twitter, right? So like, there's other there's like maybe investing Twitter. I'm not in or whatever the fuck. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to make my life better as well. Right. Like I need to yeah. drop some weight, which I've needed to drop forever. So <laughs> fuck. If you can't drop weight in a quarantine, like what hope have you? <laughs> like, I'm actually having to cook shit. I don't like cooking shit, man. It sucks. It takes forever. And then you got all these fucking dishes and you're like, God damn, what am I do with all this? So I got I a lot like of dishes. You know, when I, I'm, I'm on, I'm on YouTube and then like I snare at some, there's some like young mom and she's, you know, I've, I've cooked a McDonald's for my child and I'm like, oh, you bastard. And then actually I think about it and I think, well, wait there, she's cooking. She's, you know, she's, she's <laughs> using her hands to make food. Okay. She's trying to simulate, but McDonald's is actually quite a hard thing to make. You've got to kind of cut the chips and yeah. nice and small and you've got to, you've you're got making to make me hungry. You're killing me. And... I'm going to have to eat another can of food. So much canned food, dude. I don't ever want to see another can of beans in my life. Yeah. So I'm not going out. Well, I stocked up when the virus was fucking kicking in. I stocked yeah, up I early saying. and I'm eating yeah. that food. And yeah. there's a lot of canned fucking food there, dude. I don't, yeah. the problem is like, I got a lot of meat, a lot of cheese. I got nothing to put it on <laughs> fucking bread, you know, uh, I'm getting bread. innovative, man. Get your new start going. I mean, ham and cheese yeah. sandwiches no, on rice cakes sucks, by the way. It's just no good. 
putting putting everything in a fucking race bag. He's about to run out of those things too. Yeah, this is actually a worry. Like people, these people quarantined indoors, not moving around very much, all eating shit. But I suppose um, if I'm right, and if we do have food shortages, which I'm prepared for, and I think that will probably happen because it happened in other parts in history, so why wouldn't happen now? Um, then there you are. There's a, there's, a, there's a good excuse to go on a diet and food shortages. <laughs> I, could use it. I could use a diet, dude. Because I went, I went and brought the most energy-dense food, so I have like, you know, a fucking ass load of Nutella. <laughs> <laughs> like how, I'm right, gonna so fucking die, dude, like, of a I'll Nutella ingestion. Yeah. <laughs> I'll buy the high-calorie stuff, which lasts me years, and then I'll just try and eat it all in a few months. <laughs> yeah, right, bro. Yeah, it's been it's been really fun like, talking to you. Um, thank you, man. But we should we should probably end. Um, yeah, no, it's yeah. nice. It's nice. It's nice. I, I'm glad that you know, you, 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 the the hex chapter is you know you 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 made a thing. It's out there in the yeah. world. People are using it. People are getting benefit from it. They're enjoying experimenting yeah. with it. You've been very honest and forthright about the dangers involved in it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, for, I can't criticize you for that. It's not the sort of thing I'm not really interested in so much on, in financial tools, but yeah. um, it's it's interesting to see you simulating something which is out there in the financial world and, and putting, yeah. I think all of that experimentation eventually will make it. I want to see where it goes. I'm fucking curious. Cool. I want to see where it goes. Yeah. Yeah, who, where's it going to go? Who knows? Like, fascinating. I'm um, excited. And what better time to sit back and yeah. watch it? Um, but I'm also glad to hear that you're moving on because I don't think it's a particularly healthy project for you. Um, and you're moving yeah. on to, to uh, more, um, uh, yeah. Uh, but here's the thing, right? I will probably fuck myself up the same way with the next thing anyway. So, so this isn't actually a thing problem. It's a me management problem. So mm -hmm. I, like, when I start doing SciVive, I'm going to be complaining about what isn't perfect there. And then like, I should be very happy, but it won't be. And it's, you know, this is, but you won't if... have, you won't. Yeah. But you won't have. So I think any human, if they have a lot of people throwing negativity at them, you know, it's, it takes its toll. Even if, even if you, you know, yeah. you think you can weather it. But, and you've got if you talk about medical research and longevity and shit, you are going to be hated as well. And they're going to tell you that dictators will live forever even though they get killed all the time. That's highest the, risk job the most, possible. The most awful argument, isn't it? Yeah. And they're going to tell you that uh, life's going to get boring. And you're like, yeah, it's boring. What'd you eat for lunch four days ago? You don't remember. Your memory's yeah. not that good. It's not going to be boring for you. And, you know, no. if it is, imagine all the cool new drugs they'll invent, right? And then if it's yeah. really too boring, we'll just jump yeah. off a fucking bridge then, right? If it's really, but at least you have the option to have the good. So even, even yeah. this next thing I'm doing is actually going to be a lot of pushback against as well. Oh, you're t telling me well, I mean, how to get laid. You're like, yeah, like it's fun. But like you say, it's the thing, it's the thing which uh, most people could be, should be spending their energy on is how do we live forever? How do we, how do we true? Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. that's, that's the, that's the answer. The deep mind answer to that question, yeah. isn't it? You know, yeah. what's the meaning to life? Live forever. <laughs> Fix <Yeah>. that. <laughs> I'm going to Google that shit. That sounds so cool. I, I like that. Yeah, well, well, another I'll one they asked, that. they asked the, one of the questions was, where are you? Um, and then it came back with in the middle of nowhere, which was a bit creepy, um, huh. which kind yeah, of makes sense. Creepy. I don't know why that's creepy, but it is. <laughs> yeah, it is really in the middle of nowhere. Um, I want to ask this fucking yeah. thing questions now. It'll probably just troll me. Huh? I'll probably right, fucking, oh, it'll it. start trolling me. It'll develop a 4chan-like sure behavior. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, AI, crikey, 
if we live forever, we're going to have to contend with that bad boy, aren't we? But there we are. It's true. Um, true. Well, yeah, it's been fun. It's, it's been, been fun. fun. Yeah. I hope get, How do people uh, get a hold of you and like fucking, you know, show uh, all your stuff? If, if they want, they'll find me. How about you? Bitcoin socialist. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, well, that's the Twitter thing. Yeah, I mean, like All you right. can you can um, on uh, GitHub uh, ArcBTC. Uh, we got a GitHub cool project as well. At, at, slash hmm. what BTC? ArcBTC. ArcBTC. Okay. On GitHub. But I mean, yeah, on Twitter, BTC Socialists. You want to come and you know, yeah. What's in your GitHub? Have an argument with me, Pum. What's in your GitHub? Like lightning stuff. Well, so a lot of the stuff I do is with hard. So I try to encourage. Like in Bitcoin, for example, um, there's not enough. There wasn't enough kind of hackers and makers of, of hardware things. Okay. So I wanted to, you know, if you go into like, I don't know, there's this big event in Europe we have called Chaos Communication Congress, um, which is organised by the Chaos yeah, the Communication CCC. Club. Yeah. Yeah, the CCC, and that's that's in in Germany, and and Bitcoin's kind of really marginalised as these like greedy Lambo guys in the corner, right. which is kind of bollocks because they're the actual developer cryptographer types, who, you know, the Peter right. Waller types who are there. Yeah. Um, but there's all these people playing around with electronics and playing around packing devices right. and the ability to be able to send like particularly on lightning you can send like microtransactions through these devices yeah. i think that's very appealing and i wanted more of that kind of a community to exist in bitcoin so that was my first my first um area of attack yeah. that's done quite well now there's a lot of people like building these devices and um cool. Um, I made like a point of sale, which was pretty like successful. A lot of people like that project. You build it yourself. That's great. Like, like point, point of sale point and of sale. ATM open source thing. Yeah. Those two uh, are great. But then, but then the other thing I've made, or, or well, I mean, we've got quite a good team, which we've put together now working on it, is single LM bits. And that's specifically kind of playing around just with like lightning network technology, stuff you can do on right. lightning network. So you can play around with the LN URL. Stuff. You can check that on lmbits.com if you want. Um, uh, Dude, I didn't even know you're dev. LMX. I didn't even know. So that's great to know. Pardon? I didn't know you were a developer. I'm not. I'm a hobbyist. I'm a terrible developer. You should oh, see okay. my code is shit. It's awful. All right. Hey. <laughs> but, but thankfully, like, there's enough good developers out there who who want to join some of the projects that they're able to tidy up, so it's actually useful right. and product, you know, and actually something someone can use without losing all their Bitcoin. Nice. Um, so yeah, no, it's 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 it's, uh, it's all good fun. But then also, I, I do like challenging that concept that Bitcoin is the preserve of the neoliberal libertarians. I just think it's bollocks. Um, uh, and I, th- I, I think some big problems need you know complicated yeah. answers. Yeah. Uh, so I like most, I like kind of challenging them. Most on that. complex but, I mean, systems I, I've probably experienced a similar thing, a similar thing to you in the um, uh, the sort of maximalist, you know this is how the world works and this is how Bitcoin works. And this is what right. is going to fix everything. And then you, yeah. you sort of challenge them and um, uh, you get and a lot of away. kickback from it. So. There's no one left that will debate me. There's no one left. No, no, you know, no, of course there's there bot, there's a trail of bodies and then just no one else wants to play anymore. <laughs> it's like, well, I mean, yeah, it was like anybody that's got an audience. It was a bloodbath. It was a bloodbath. Yeah. I thought, I honestly thought the only one who really held his own was Giacomo. And the reason he held his own was because he didn't just scream at you; like he actually let you talk. And, and, and well, I think he just even if he didn't. I think he agreed with things he didn't agree with, which was really like not showing up, kind of. So, like I said, you know that. Yeah. I, I, I anyway. Uh, can anyway, I show my shit? I think yeah, I remember. I remember. No, he, he 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 was clever in saying that he was no longer a maximalist and blah 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 because that was the the easy thing to kind of get any of that lot on anyway. Um, but yeah, it's all playground bollocks, isn't it, really? Uh, yes. But thankfully, the No True Scotsman maximalist block and mute 
every, the world out of existence means that now they're becoming marginalized and Bitcoin's this rich tapestry of culture again, like it once was. Hmm. Uh, so something to look forward to. I hope so. I, I would like Bitcoin to be more successful. Or someone like Safety, someone like Safety, for example, you just got to sit and let the guy unravel himself. He's clearly insane, you know. Just let him rant on about fucking red meat and whatever else. And yeah, you know. which is funny because like I like meat, I eat the fuck out of it, but it's not my. Identity. I like meat too, man. It's Meat's not fucking, great, but I it's mean... not like I don't put a t-shirt on. Like, hey, guess what I eat? Like, <laughs> no one cares that you fucking eat. Like, no one. And also, trying to argue that eating meat it will solve the world's problems, and it's yeah. I just don't think that's possible. You know, we can't so, all eat meat. <laughs> it, I'll, I'll show my stuff. If you guys yes, want yeah, free do, books, do, do. Stuff, go to yeah. t.me forward slash Sivive. I wrote a couple books. How to get rich, how to get laid, how to learn better, how to write co advertising copy, how to hire people, how to, everything, whatever. All the good ideas I've ever had in my life, they're mostly there. They're free. They won't be free when I'm done editing them and selling them and shit. Then they won't be free anymore. Um, so t.me forward slash sci-vive. I got uh, trading chat, price calls, you know, stuff. A lot of hack stuff lately because uh, it's most of the excitement's around that. It's up 93x in 118 days, which is just goddamn crazy. Um, that's uh, t.me forward slash Richard's Calls. If you want uh, videos, youtube.com forward slash Richard Hart and youtube.com forward slash sci-vive, S-C-I-V-I-V-E. I'm putting most of my new stuff on SciVive because I got a strike on the Richard Hart channel. I don't want to lose my fucking channel. So broadcast on a different channel. Um, Twitter.com forward slash Richard Hart win, like 60K people on there. Uh, T.me forward slash Hex Crypto, 20,000 people on there. And we've got Hex Memes, Hex Trading, Hex OTC, Hex Philippines, Hex France, Hex Germany, Hex FUD, fucking you name it. We've got like... 30 telegram channels i've got reddit we've got hexcrypto.reddit.com what else oh if you want to so if you actually want a 10 percent bonus right so like if you claim free bitcoin you want 10 percent more go to pumpamentals.com if you want to trade with no counterparty risk and you could do this versus anything you don't have to just trade hex you can trade anything you can trade ethereum versus die you can trade ethereum versus usdc you can trade fucking shitcoin a versus shitcoin b uh, it's all kind of no counterparty risk. It's at hexdex.win. Uh, and if you don't see in the drop-down box a coin you like, paste the contract address in there. No spaces after it, just the address. And there might be liquidity on that pair. And if there's not, you can go tell it to open your own pair. You can tell the factory to go make a new pair and add liquidity on both sides. Now you've got a distributed decentralized exchange for any ERC-20 to any other ERC-20. Only one or two don't work. Like USDT doesn't work because they don't support this return function that's required. It will work in V2, which is not out of audit yet, but should be in two months. Um, so you've got on-chain decentralized exchange. You can transform Ethereum directly into Hex. Go to hex.win, uh, pumpamentals.com, YouTube, books. So free coins, free books, free videos. If you want to support you charity, sense.org. <laughs> huh? You asshole. Yeah, I know. I am the fucking worst, right? Like all this free shit. You know, a lot of people yeah. would charge, right? Like I have a price calls yeah. channel. I give price calls away for free. I could fucking charge for that, right? Like, but I don't. And I will I say as well, because your price calls have always been pretty on point. I remember, and a lot of people try and blur over history, but I remember when we hit that top um, and you were you were on the money like the day before you were like, we've hit the top, it's going down. 
um, and you, you were out there telling people not you know that it was going down bitcoin was going down while a lot of other so-called you know financial advisor types in bitcoin were, were saying the opposite for for quite a while um so yeah i'm glad you remember that because other people think that i was saying by the oh, time oh man <laughs> like, no no i've i've literally i've literally gone just because it frustrated me when someone has said that in a twitter feed before i've literally gone and found the tweet of the day where you said it's going down and you started freaking out and yeah. i've actually pasted it in a twitter feed good man. just because just because it pissed me off man you can't rewrite history like that like thank you you know bro. i mean okay, okay criticize you can criticize you can criticize pex criticize whatever but yeah. you can't then lie about your price calls because your price calls have always been thank good you I, I really appreciate that man this conversation yeah. was infinitely better than i even anticipated we talked about longevity you remember <laughs> fucking history properly we talked about uh this has been actually a very, very enjoyable conversation. It's been uh, nice, man. I, I, I hope that, you know, I just hope that all those maximalist assholes didn't put you off Bitcoin. Like, I, I'm a utilitarian. As soon as Bitcoin work, gets anonymity, I'm going to be selling on how fucking great it is. As soon as Bitcoin yeah. gets throughput, I'm going to be telling you how great it is. Like, I'm not, yeah. I, I want to be able to say nice fucking things about yeah. Bitcoin. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I need something to fucking talk about. Because yeah. right now, like, what am I going to talk about? Okay, we got the happening. And that's all we got, like right now. Yeah. You know, I want like when some more shit. Like I'm on, I'm gonna have an video. Like yeah. there's a video gonna come out with a bunch of celebrities doing having shit for the having. I'm in there, nice. you know, singing a fucking tune. And you know, I'm, I'm still playing it's along, about it, but it, I just yeah, need yeah. something to fucking hook onto. You know, I want to yeah, say nice yeah. things about Bitcoin. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm used to but saying I mean, nice things about Bitcoin. Pun. I'm used to saying nice things about Bitcoin, and I want to continue to do that. I just need a little something to grab onto, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like when yeah, Taproot can, came can... out, I fucking broadcasted that shit. I'm like, hey, check it yeah. out. Here's a code base. It's going to fucking yeah. add anonymity. Look at this cool shit. We'll get Schnorr signatures, which are more I efficient. Can, I, I can imagine that the halvening is going to, is going to, um, you know, hook you in at some point. I hope and so. then you'll, you'll produce some content around it. I hope um, so. Uh, but also do take care of yourself. Don't burn yourself out because you know, we need some more some more content from you. Uh, looking forward to the book. And stay healthy. Take care. And uh, we'll call it call it quits. Shall we? Good video, man. Thanks, bro. Cheers, man. Have a great. We'll do that again. Ciao.